I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. We are live! What is up, fight fans and insomniacs alike? Welcome to another MMA submission watch party. This time for UFC Fight Night, Cavillo versus Jessica I. I'm Cameron. I'm Mason. And we're super excited for the fights tonight. We're getting on the stream at 9.10. The first fight of the main card just popped off. It's Hannah Cyphers versus Agapova from Kazakhstan trying to make Borat proud. For make great benefit. <laughs> For make great benefit. <laughs> of glorious Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. number one greatest country <laughs> in the world. Yeah, all the other countries are run by little girls. And just let you know, let's let's give a rundown of the card. Because sure. this card, you know, people are still riding the excitement of UFC 250 with Cody Garbrandt and Sugar Sean going back and forth in the media. That's been one thing that I think a lot of people have taken away from the fight. Right. And I feel like that happens anytime there's two fighters in a similar weight class in such close proximity on a card, and you both have guys who have dynamic finishes. Uh-huh. Immediately the discussion, even though Sugar Sean is not ranked. Yeah. Nor, is he, nor is he ready. And Cody Garbrandt is ranked fifth. Yeah. Former world champion. They both scored knockout wins, so of course the discussion started back and forth, and Sugar Sean has been killing the media. Talking oh, about yes. how he's he'll, incredibly popular already. Oh yeah, talking about how he'll knock Cody out. He his striking is better. He's actually posted some hilarious videos to his oh, YouTube. Oh, crazy body kick lands for Agapova. Oh, that, I think this is probably not going to go the whole man. Agapova three rounds. Wait, here. these Cyphers chicks hurt to the body. Bad. These chicks from Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan, dude, they are bad. I mean, San, we see Cyphers is hurt to the body. We bad. see, and do you see these, uh, dude? Eastern block chicks know how to throw down. Yolanda Young J chick. She doesn't look Eastern block. D uh, Kazakhstan. Is she from Kazakhstan? Yeah, it said at the beginning of the fight. Oh, okay. And then I wonder all, if she's a transplant. Plus, she doesn't look like all she'd of these. Be from there. All of these Eastern uh, Eastern European chicks. They all have tattoos of guns on their body. I was literally just about to say, are those two assault? Oh, head kick! Oh, head kick for Agapova. She just clipped Amanda Ciphers, dude. Ciphers in all kinds of trouble. Wow. Agapova, she's a bad bitch, dude. She is throwing down. Yeah, Agapova has that uh, Army of Two video game logo on her back. I was going to say, it's aggressive, bro. Agapova has Cypher's but back. But I'm a fan. Rear naked oh, choke, tapping. Tap! Wow. Dude, that was a bully beatdown. Dude, I'm telling you, they're getting all these chicks coming Agapova over from Europe. running through Cypher's. What was that, a minute and a half of absolute work? Dude, these European chicks are built different, I told you, dude. Technical, too. Really putting it on her. Didn't give her a chance to breathe. Well, a lot of those girls come from uh, kickboxing. That, that is an aggressive chest tattoo she's got there. Jesus. She's hardcore, bro. Yeah. I mean, once you see the double AKs on the back, you're like, okay, this girl knows how to throw down. Dude, she's seen some shit. You know, I was gonna say it's like when you see Valentina Shevchenko shoot and she hits all on the X. It's like, are you a are you a foreign operative? Dude, you I told agent? you what I thought about her. So I'm telling you, someone is going to say something one of these days and activate that goddamn sleeper cell. <laughs> it's like Mirko Krokop. And we're going to have to watch out. Krokop was literally an operator for Croatia. 
Cyphers was just totally outmatched on the feet. She needed to get this to the oh. ground. Oh, shin to the face. Oh man, and she was she was ready to get out of there. Oh, a great right Honestly, hand lands the behind the head kick. So accurate. Honestly, the choke. I don't even think it was under the. It neck. was on the chin. I was, was gonna say she just wanted out, man. She was hurt, man. She I, wanted honestly, out. I bet she didn't even know if it was. It was. It was getting deeper as as she was getting pulled to the ground. Here, if you look, it's on the it's on the jaw now. She wants out. Yeah, she's outmatched. It's yeah, all, it's still all, I think she I knew. thought it was deeper than it was. It's on the jaw. She fucking knew what was up, dude. And she was like, okay, I'm getting absolutely Damn. murdered. I'm just going to take half my pay and walk on. This is not the time. Kazakhstan has excellent, excellent amateur, amateur wrestlers. wrestlers. Yeah. What's up, that Indian dude? Yeah, all those guys. I know a ton of fighters go over there and train with the amateur wrestlers because they say it's better than... It's like going to an Olympic training center in America where you have the best of the best. Wow, that's very high praise. Because these guys, these guys are like 20 years old, and all they do, they wake up, run, wrestle, lift, sleep, restart. And these guys just have amazing work rates. Dude, I would love to do that. That'd be so sick. That's why I, I wish I were born in like Dagestan. And they were like, well, we just fight. That's all we do. We just wake up and train. But, but you can't make money doing that. I was gonna, especially in America. You see how dude, these American fighters are struggling. I remember Cody Fister on the UFC. This is the UFC countdown when he's supposed to be like talking himself up. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm just not making a lot of money right now. So <laughs> I've been doing my own strength and conditioning. What? Exactly. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, wait, you're a professional athlete. And he's Don't like, say that. And he's like, yeah, I might have to get a job. Like this is the UFC countdown where you're supposed to be like, I'm the world, I'm the future champ. I'm going to come and take the strap. And he's like, I might have to get a job soon. I have been looking into night school. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. And it's like, dude, I think he ended up getting worked in that fight. Really? Let's yeah, see. I think so. I haven't, I haven't really looked. Let's see. Anytime Cody Fister was on the marquee. It's that's, PF, right? Yeah, PF. We'll see who can find it first. Do a little competition. I already got it pulled up. No fucking way. Yep. No way. I ha it's right here. Oh, you did? You just refused to look up. Yeah, he lost his last fight. Unanimous decision. Oh, he was cut from the UFC a whiles ago. Huh? Scott Holtzman yeah. was his last fight in the UFC. Lost the decision. Oh, it was Sage Northcutt. It was Sage Northcutt. It was Guillotine that lead joke. up. Yikes. Yeah. Then he lost to Scott Holtzman. Scott Holtzman is... That's no guy. That's no slouch, man. And then yeah. he fought in Bellator fist fight night two. He just fought in BTC Typhoon in uh, Canada and lost the decision. Fuck. Fuck. That's that's a rough. That's a rough Wikipedia page and a salty record. Fifteen and seven. Ugh. Yeah, I wonder what happened uh, with him fighting the Bellator promotion. They, I guess they couldn't come to terms. He fought one fight Bellator, and then never again. Probably filled in. He got a win. I mean, yeah. But here's the thing, right? And I always people always say boxing protects their stars too much and they say you never get the fights you want to see. You want to get those two young lions who are like 13 and 0, 13 and 0 and you want those two guys to fight. Right. That's when you'll have the war. But there is something to be said, man. MMA we get the fights we want as fans all the time, but you see so many stars get snuffed out before they're even stars, man. It's very Just true. because we put them in the meat grinder, they get two wins, and they're fighters, so they're ambitious, and that's why I'm worried for Sugar Sean. When you get ambitious and you're making these call-outs for the guys in the top ten, those guys are, especially top five, those guys are killers. Yeah, I don't think we ha I don't. Other than Sage North Northcutt, I haven't seen many examples of young guys getting thrown into the meat grinder too soon here, as, as of late anyway. Since Mickey Dub Gall was another one. 
Mickey, I mean, I, would you say that he got th- thrown? No, into the he has meat? legitimate He's skills. Super skilled. But the thing is, I think if he were like groomed, he could uh, he could be a champion sooner. He still might sooner, be a champion. Yeah, I still think he has the skills to be a champion, and he's fighting Mike Perry. Who, dude? Have you been have you been keeping up on Mike Perry's social media? Um, no, no. I think he. Oh, he stepped away from Jackson Wainwright, and now he's just gonna have Platinum Princess in his corner. No, no. It's crazier than that because at least Platinum I Princess. I thought that was crazy. At least Platinum Princess was putting in the work on the tapes, right? So he quits Jackson Wink, breaks up with. How Pla- funny is it? Sorry to yeah. cut you off there, but how funny is it that Jackson Wink chose Mike Perry over Cowboy, and now? Mike Perry stepping away. You reap what you sow. What the I mean, fuck? I mean, well, it's just, it just speaks about, you know, they're, they're, I know it's hard to have loyalty in the sport because sometimes we saw in Cody Garbrandt's case, Cody Garbrandt loves Team Mouth Mail to the bone, but it's sometimes you need different looks. Sometimes you need a different trainer. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard both ways. You know, but I still think if you have a guy who has a clear tenure there and he's willing to stay loyal to you, telling him to fuck off is never a good decision. I, I agree. Uh, now go on telling me. Telling me yeah, so he cuts ties with Jackson Wink. Yeah. Breaks up with Platinum Princess. I think he cheated on her again. Yeah. Classy guy. And she's, she's got a good body. Stop. All right. But then he meets another chick. Now she is his trainer. He's told the OC he's only going to have her in his corner. And I saw she was... Wait, so this girl that's going to be in his corner is not Platinum Princess? Dude, look up her Instagram. Her holding pads is terrible. It is terrible. This is Platinum Princess official. Is this not her? Yeah, that's her. They broke up, bro. I'm telling you. Look, she took off all the pictures of him. Platinum she Princess did. is just like her handle, though. And, like, she's known as the Platinum Princess. Like, she has, a, she actually has a decent following. I think it's because of said body. She fucking did delete all his shit. Yeah, dude. Told him to get stepping. Wow. But let's look at Mike Perry. If you look at Mike Perry's Instagram, I think we can show them the clip of his new girlfriend holding pads for him. And it is fucking rough, dude. She's holding him, like, up here, like... It's and then it's like, wait, she's gonna be your trainer, dude. What are you looking up YouTube tutorials? Yeah, oh, that's girl? that's his trainer now. Let's see, she was holding pads for him. When you take Jesus Christ, dude, I love Mike Perry too. So it bums me out to see that he's kind of cutting off, cutting off coaches. Dude, she might be my coach now, though. Hold he, on. How, no ladge between the vag, huh? <laughs> this guy jumped right from one bitch to the other. <laughs> uh, I, well, you know, he is popular amongst the ladies. Okay. He's a guy who unironically... Oh, here. Is yeah, this, the... this is it. He's a guy who unironically is God's gift tattooed right above his dick, which I, I thought is hilarious because that is a joke tattoo from the Love Guru, the Michael Myers movie. Mike Myers, not Michael Myers. But look I at, don't think dude, this, look at her holding pads, bro. Yeah, this is terrible. Um what? Bro, she's your trainer? No, no. Come on. Dude, I swear to God, Mickey Gall is talking about it on um Matt Sarah's show. She's actually she, super striking coach. <laughs> <laughs> dude, she is his trainer, bro. This is so bad. I don't think she is. I think this is like more jokey than dude, anything. I swear to God. He's done it in the past. He had the Platinum Princess in one of his fights with just her. Uh, That's insane, bro. 
It's that, and then here that he, was terrible. Here it's he worse is deadlifting with horrible form. Show show the fans of this with slides on. He's lifting sumo too, so you can't take him seriously. And oh my, he wants an injury, dude. Just stop. How much? That's not even that much. I was gonna say he just wants some. He wants some tear action. Seventy. Oh, oh my god, he couldn't do it. Oh, dude, it's bad. Oh my god, I actually pray. Oh, I worry ah! for his. I worry for his back. No. Yeah, CB. He's joking. CBDMD for my back. Lol. No, not lol. Okay, so he did four fifty-five. That's so bad. He couldn't get five hundred five off the ground. That's not like a shameful weight. The form is. Uh, it's gonna cost. He's some just problems. gonna get hurt. I was yeah. gonna say. But you know, if you look at it, this guy's always been about aggression and training. But and it was sumo, so he kind of yeah. I was gonna say it's sumo. Sumo. If it's not like seven hundred plus with sumo, <laughs> I'm being honest. I see it on Instagram. Not saying that I can lift more than you. I can't. But watching you lift it two feet between your legs, I'm not a fan. Yeah, he is. I didn't know he was slated to fight Mickey Gall. That's an interesting fight. Oh yeah, it's coming up soon. <laughs> Mike Perry was t- calling Mickey an easy mark too. You know, he's like, I've been getting all these tough fights, been losing a lot. There are a lot of Dagestani, Russian, Ukrainian transplants. Oh yeah, of course. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure she's a transplant. She doesn't look like she's from Dagestan. But a lot of those, a lot of those gyms, man, are just awesome. Because what the what the Eastern Europe they love wrestling, men, and they have some of the best wrestling in the world. Uh, that, that that part of the world is always super strong when it comes to the wrestling talent that comes out of there, especially in the international stage. Iran, too, is another great place for wrestlers. Just insane wrestling oh, programs. Yeah. Especially their international wrestlers. Oh, my God. The guy, who was that? He's like a... I shouldn't say the guy that beat Kyle Snyder because he was like a multi-time world champion before he wrestled Kyle Snyder. And he actually... Kyle Snyder went down in weight to face this guy. Beat him once, and then the guy came back and beat him. Because he he is just phenomenal. The dude has the thickest neck I've ever seen in my life. I swear to God. I'm trying to find Mehmed is like the ancient, I think, wrestler. Oh really? Yeah, don't 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 focus yeah, yeah. on what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm trying to find a wrestler. Look up his Kyle Snyder match. You can find him fairly easily through there. But. Uh, those kind of, and I agree with what Ben Askren has said. There is one problem with a lot of MMA gyms. They're either total, some MMA gyms you go in and it's total meathead city. Guys are hard sparring 24-7 and no one's taking time to drill techniques. And then you have other gyms that are really solid, have a good mix of coaching, but they don't hold you accountable for the discipline side of that's it. That's it. Oh, that's it. Mohammedian. Mohammedian. This guy. That's his name. He is phenomenal, dude. I'm just see if we can find. Yeah, I was gonna say, just show me some images. I'm gonna pull up a YouTube video. I saw this guy. But um, yeah, a hundred percent. And watching me Google. Yeah, watching you Google because I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Let me do it. You got it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I lost my train of thought. I don't even know what I was talking about. I completely, I'm, I, I completely don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> you were taught some shit about Dagestanis and how they're better at fighting because of their lifestyle. Oh yeah, yeah. There's no, there's not enough accountability and discipline within MMA gyms, 
And I want to see MMA gyms have like kind of like a wrestling style. What kind of statement is that? You think so? Where they keep track. I want like MMA gyms, more MMA gyms like American Top Team. American Top Team is essentially a wrestling style a gym. You know where they can, they have strength and conditioning is there. Your nutrition is there. Your workouts are there. Your grappling is there. It's, I agree. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a vertically integrated system and they, they have, they focus on drilling, man. There is something to be said for the other side. You know, you have gyms like AKA, they hard spar quite a bit, but I really like seeing that. Holy shit. He wrestled Bo Nickel too, dude. Yeah. He's wrestled everybody. Oh my God. Did he win? Mohammedian? I'm sure. Let's fast forward and see. Yeah, Muhammad. Oh my God, ass. he's working Bo Nickel, dude. But I, like I was saying, he he's a he's a multi-time world champion. He's one of the best ones. I was today. gonna say when you when you beat Kyle Snyder, you know the guy is pretty damn tough. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yo, you guys know Muhammadian? He tech falled Bo Nickel and Kyle Snyder. Holy shit! Google his father, Askari Muhammadian, or he just said that. I think it's Askari Muhammad. Jesus, man. But yeah, he puts in work. What's going on with the Espinosa match? Like, what are our impressions? I think they're just watching. They're walking out right now. Yeah, they're walking out right now. They're doing. They're about to fight. Oh, oh, oh. I thought. I'm sorry. I was thinking about somebody else. When you said Espinosa. Yeah, they're about to walk out. <laughs> no, no. No links for the fight. We don't do that here. But I think that. Um, Oh wow, dude! He's he's in his off season right now. Mark De La Rosa is all team soft body in the cage. That's upsetting. That is, he does not look like a professional fighter. No, dude, he looks like he also doesn't do any push-ups. I was gonna say he looks like the guy at your gym who just does it for the fitness. Uh oh, Espinosa looks much better. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, he's loose. Oh fuck, he hired a movement coach. <laughs> it's all over, dude. He's been walking on. Is uh, that? Ido Portal? <laughs> I was going to say, he's been walking on logs with Ido Portal, dude. You're fucking dead. Dude, Jordan Espinosa looks like fucking MVP. He does. Like, he a, like a more muscular Shorter MVP. MVP. MVP, I'd like to see him. Nah, you don't want to slow him down. I was going to say I'd like to see him with more muscle, but you don't want... No. Michael Venom Page's I'd like speed to see is him everything. in the UFC. I'm tired of watching him fight second-rate guys. Uh, tell that to Diego Lima. Oh no no he's uh he's the best fighter. Where's the Douglas Lima? It's Douglas and he's the best fighter. Diego's his brother who's yeah. in the UFC and is uh just pretty good. Just pretty good. I was gonna say. Um, but yeah, Lima's the best fighter to ever grace oh. Bellator. Douglas Lima is a bad mama jamma dude. His fight with uh, Roy McDonald was an absolute goddamn war. We are underway here. If you guys want to sync it up, it's four thirty two, thirty one, thirty. And I'm gonna be honest, dude. Weren't you surprised when? Weren't you surprised when? Um, uh, Roy McDonald won that fight. He got the decision win over Douglas Lima. Yeah, I was very surprised. Because if you look at damage, man, and I love wrestling, and I like giving points for takedowns, but holy fucking shit. When it was on the feet, it's it was as one-sided as it gets. It's very tough. Not to mention, that's one of the worst shin injuries I've ever seen in a fight. Oh, the massive hema the, the massive hematoma. Yeah. You're talking about the guado on his leg? Literally. It looked like... <laughs> <laughs> the leader of the the resistance to the intergalactic government An on his alien leg? alien life form on Roy McDonald's leg. Oh, shit. Both guys' boxing looks pretty clean. Espinosa, the cleaner fighter. Faster. Clearly much faster. Well, you know, De La Rosa's carrying around some weight. That's why... 
Is he? I, he's just soft. He's just going to say he's... That's what I mean. Well, just skinny fat. There's nothing dynamic about uh about the love handles. As and he's Tyson doing, Fury says. He's, he's right now with his shorts. He's got one of those things going on where those insecure girls go to the beach and they, they high waist it, high waist it up. <laughs> and you can tell by the bikini Dude, bottoms that you're like, those are not meant to be high waist. No, that technique is sorcery done by women to make their ass look huge and to hide any stomach. I don't know. Tyson Fury does it too. Michael Mike Tyson said. Uh, uh, Teddy Atlas was saying that Tyson Fury should release the Tyson Fury cut of pants and they go him up to your chest. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Because he hides the love handles through his fucking shorts. It's true. It's true. It's true. And then you have to see the ref, the boxing ref, go, I'm going to let him play all in here. Exactly. <laughs> With the shorts. No, no. He gets but, to play all in here. Exactly. Because the belt's meant to signify the point where you're not meant to hit below. But Tyson Fury yanked his up to his fucking nipples. Oh, yeah. So the ref's like, he's going to punch here. He's. Then, we're going to let him... He's going to work. All. He's essentially going to get to hit you in the crotch of the pants because yeah. the crotch is on your belly button, dude. I was watching, you know, one thing that is impressive with boxing, when you take out stuff that stops movement, like leg kicks and grappling, you can get such sleek movement that uh -huh. just doesn't cross over to MMA. Like when you see like Canelo and these highly skilled defense, like, Canelo's defense is slept on really heavily. And when you see him slip and slide, man, in MM, as an MMA fan watching that, I'm like, that looks gorgeous. And that's I get that's the beauty of boxing. It's aesthetically pleasing. But he would get blasted with a leg kick, putting all of that weight on the lead leg like that to slip out. And just, I've seen that in MMA. It's crazy how fast MMA fighters adapt, too. You remember when we saw the Khabib-Dustin Poirier fight? Yeah. And every fight we watched in Cage Warriors... The guys were using his figure four technique. Yes, it's so true. Same thing they with the calf kick. It. Same thing with the calf kick. A couple fighters were using the calf kick, completely debilitated the guy they were fighting. Now, every fighter knows, don't put too much weight on your lead leg and avoid the calf kick at all costs. Yeah. I mean, it literally single-handedly cost... Um, why can't, oh, am I forgetting his name? Chandler. Oh, Mike Michael Chandler. Chandler. Michael Chandler. His, his, uh, Brent his Primus beat him yeah. because he hit the nerve bundle in your calf and his whole leg shut down. Yep. And there's nothing Mike Chandler could have done to, you can't, that's the thing, you can't condition nerves. And that's what even TIE fighters have said. Dude, De La Rosa has been holding onto this single for about 35 seconds. And you know, TIE fighters, they'll kick a goddamn bamboo tree down. Or uh, not a bamboo, a banana tree down. We've seen those famous videos, and even they, they say, you know, the low calf kick, you just can't let, you have to check it, or you just completely avoid the kick. Yeah, no kidding. You can't, no one, no fighter has mastered the technique of conditioning nerves. As soon as they figure that out, we're going to see a whole different breed of fighter, one that feels no pain. No, 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 I feel no, no pain. pain. <laughs> Shout out to the Zohan. One of the funniest movies. If the Zohan were in uh, the UFC, he'd go undefeated. Oh, undeni undeniable. No, no, no. Until he fights the Phantom. It's undeniable. The Phantom, they, they would have a war. I still think Zohan definitely gets a better of that. Oh, okay, on. so He's De La Rosa smooth. has been holding on to oh, this Espinosa's single. Smacking him with elbows. For literally a minute. Literally a minute, not doing anything with it, not trying to go for a dump. Well, you see, look at how heavy. I want to see... I'm not sure if he has the strength to do something dynamic with it. Yeah, he doesn't. He's got to do something. Holding on to it is not the answer. Well, now he's just pumping out his arms. Literally, he, that's what I'm saying. He's tiring his if arms. If he actually did something more dynamic, which he thinks in his head would waste energy, he might actually get the takedown. But staying there, all you're doing is tensing up. 
Your arms are going to be pumped out in two minutes. You're literally working to hold on to a leg for no, there's no benefit there. And that's one thing that I was watching the Khabib Dustin Poirier fight. And you just look at how active he is. When he takes a single, he's doing the most dynamic fit. Like he's angling to sweep the other foot or he'll just he's straight actively up. working toward pull, finishing the takedown. He'll pull Kamar Usman and just pick you up and drop you with the single. Yeah. He'll convert it to a high, high crotch, crotch like Daniel Cormier does all the him. time. Daniel Cormier, that's how he gets all of his highlight takedowns. He'll literally go single leg to high crotch and then just send Carry the guy fucking the flying. Carry them to the center of the octagon and set them down, upside down. And I was watching uh, 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 this, I think it was MMA on point. I'm not sure which analysis channel put it up, but they were describing why some wrestlers don't use their wrestling in mixed martial arts. They just use it as a place to control where the fight is, mm. like Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero has some of the best wrestling in the UFC, doesn't use it a lot, and it has to do with top control ability. Yoel Romero was always about scoring points. He rarely rode on top for long periods of time, and even in wrestling, didn't hold guys down for as long. Whereas Khabib, if you look at his Sambo, Sambo actually rewards you for top top position time in a way that's more impactful than uh, riding time in college and folk style wrestling. So if you look at Khabib's, when you're a Sambo master, you get used to having to control your opponent and not laying them up off the mat. Okay, second round here underway. Whereas in wrestling, you can tech fall a guy in freestyle by taking him down, letting him get right back up. 428, 27, you know. 26. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I totally agree with what you're saying. <laughs> you're the worst. <laughs> Now apply that, apply that commentary. Yes. That insightful shit to this fight right here. Yeah. We'll see if De La Rosa can use his heart to overcome. <laughs> He's in down that big of a hole. I mean, there, there seems oh, no, to be. No, no, it's actually a fairly close fight. I mean, Espinosa has the speed difference, but that is slowly waning. Of course, it's going to wane as the fight goes on. And We've, I guarantee I, De La Rosa has amazing cardio. Just amazing. Oh, my God. He's he got better. reserves, bro. Oh, Great big body kick, body kick by Espinosa. Espinosa is able to fit these jabs in before De La Rosa even has a chance to see them coming. He's doing out. a good job rotating, really getting the jab as long as it can be. I just want to see him make sure he keeps his hands up. Whoa. Yeah, there's a huge speed difference. And it's it's jarring. Espinosa jumped in, jabbed his body, and then escaped the two comebacks <laughs> easily by a foot. It we'll is not see. De La, De La Rosa is still marching forward. I was going to say, De La Rosa is applying the pressure. I would like to see De La Rosa use his wrestling. When a guy has a body shot there when from a guy, De La Rosa, pressing oh, there we go. up he's, against the cage. He's being more active for the takedown Motherfucker. He, De La Rosa is right back to this now, goddamn single. He's going for the ankle of the that's opposite better. leg. That's a dangerous technique it's now, though. super dangerous. Fighters have really adapted to grabbing the ankle. You remember when that was in vogue? And then these elbows were actually the response to it. That's why people don't do it now. Yeah, the elbows, not only that, but that leg... That you're that ankle that you're trying to grab of the opposite leg, that leg is gonna be so heavy. It's in you a gotta, divot too. It's in it. Not only is it in divot, but all of his weights on that leg. You got to be strong, and you got to rotate hard to your right side to yeah. dump him. And he's not. and we have doubts about De La Rosa's S S and C camp. Yeah, he doesn't look strong. He need, <laughs> I've, no we've said that. this so many times. Strength and conditioning is one of the most slept on aspects, and I see all these jujitsu veterans who are amazing fighters but could do so much better if they had like a dedicated strength and conditioning camp yes yeah. helping build explosiveness oh and i'm not talking cut. and i'm not talking about building sh show no blow muscles i'm talking about building dynamic power through strength and conditioning definitely we're not talking about six weeks of i'm not saying you need training. yeah you don't need popcorn muscles to fight you need strength to grapple yeah 
You you just need to like Espinosa is a good size. Exactly. You don't need to be big. In fact, he's carrying. Yeah, he's carrying like he is a little bit on the more muscular side, so he could actually tire yeah. out quicker if uh, De La Rosa pushes the pace and wrestles and makes it gritty. Definitely. Not everybody's gonna look like a Paulo Costa if you're gonna. Yeah. If you ask well, that's me, why he's such an outlier. Yeah, I think some fucking nefarious supplements are involved. I think it was in the like Yoel muscle. Yoel, where he was literally made in a fucking lab. Can we talk about that? How Yoel was a Cuban government experiment. Yes, and how, oh, De La Rosa, great left hook there. They said like De La Rosa. There's, there's weird stuff going on with his bone density and his ligaments, and I'm like, well, yeah, he was part of a super soldier program. And yeah, he is. Yeah. He's 40. Oh, dude, it's insane. It's insane. You watch his warm-up. The dude, the dude falls into the splits like it's nothing. That's crazy. I would tear everything. If I, Dude, if I tried to force my body into a split right now, I'd have LCL, MCL. <laughs> All the L's. My groin, my <laughs> hamstring. Somehow, like, my neck would tear. It just wouldn't happen. I don't know why De La Rose is trying to be a counterpuncher right now. He's literally walking forward trying to be trying to counterpunch well, we've seen, someone who is so much faster than him. Well, we've seen guys with great timing, not necessarily insane speed, be able to apply that pressure and then counter when the guy comes back in. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor is very fast. Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean O'Malley is very fast. But they use their timing, too. I, I, I know what you're saying. Timing is definitely crucial. And if you have good time, they can make up for a lot of deficits also, in the speed department. But Conor McGregor is incredibly fast. Yeah. Well, that's what people. And we've seen me. guys. We've also seen guys rely very heavily on their speed. Not to say that they don't have good technique, but if you look at like a Michael Johnson, he's very, he's got a lot of fast twitch fi like fighting style. Like his fighting style is very dynamic. Very dynamic. That's why he's clipped so many guys. And he's probably he's probably the fastest one fifty five er. And then you look at guys like Frank Yeager. I know he works a lot with uh, Frank, uh, Mark Henry on his movement and footwork, but a lot of the time I see him zerging in. And with quick punch punching combos right. and tries to catch people out of position on those angles. Did a lot. Gray Maynard. Yeah, but he was uh, very successful. But the thing is, Frank Yeager, when he's had losses, he gets caught coming in. Yeah, I mean, look at his fight against Gray Maynard. He got dropped because the counter puncher times four times. Even or if you, even if you have the wizard Mark Henry looking at looking at your uh, footwork and giving you the tips, if you still go in like that with that much speed. A, a, a relatively like a 60% punch can knock you out because you're coming in so fast. Oh, yeah. We saw that with Robert Whitaker, Israel Adesanya. Robert Whitaker was actually having success early in the fight co coming in quickly, zerging in, getting some shots off. But then Israel Adesanya found his rhythm, found his tempo, found the distance, and finished him. It's rough, man. It was jarring. It was a, and That was a phenomenal finish by Israel. It was, it was Israel. a brutal finish. Yeah. Because you then, just saw the shots landed hard. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that shit when he fought Yoel. I was well. See, he's more afraid of Yoel's power. I think that's really what it was. And Yoel, in the past, if you have a guy who's tentative with Yoel, it usually is a bad fight. It's usually terrible. We saw that with Jacare. Jacare played it safe, and their one of their fights was an absolute snooze fest. I think it was the second one. Oh, was this? I don't know. The first one was very. One I of think them the was, second one was the one where Yoel clipped him with the spinning, the spinning back, back fist. fist. Okay, yeah. well then it was one that was boring. Well, there was one that had one the, of them. I don't. One remember. was like a split decision, and it was not very exciting. And then the second one, there was a lot of dynamic movement. This fight's more competitive than I originally thought. Plus, I like I like when I see Yoel actually use that dynamic movement and force interaction like he did against Luke Rockhold and against Israel Adesanya it didn't seem like he was willing to force that interaction great right hook there 
Oh, from see, De La Rosa. This is much better from De La Rosa. Espinosa comes back with his own right hook. Oh, takedown from Espinosa. The knee pick from Espinosa. Very good. I'm impressed with that. Espinosa. Okay, let him up. Yeah, I was going to say Espinosa's doing that thing that I think is so annoying where he doesn't let a fighter stand up. Oh, my God. Well, th clearly this is crucial. This is his path to victory. Well, right he here. knows he's up two rounds. So he's probably like, okay, I'm just going to try to stay here and burn as much time as possible. Imanari roll. Attempted. Attempted from halfway. De La Rosa. I, he, I still like the gumption. Well, at this point, he knows he needs a, like a Hail Mary thing going on. Espinosa huge posturing shot up and Espinoza. landing. I do not think that this is what De La Rosa wanted when no, he no. tried the Imanari. I do not think he wanted Espinosa and half guard raining down some strikes. But that's what we got. Massive oh, hammer shit. fists. Massive oh, Espinosa's landing hard on the guard of De La Rosa. One got through two. Ooh. Massive hammer oh, fists. Oh, that another definitely straight. doesn't feel good. Ooh, another right lands to the Espinosa moves. Oh, we have a Darce. Espinosa working to set up a Darce here. Let's see if he can get it. Espinosa, shockingly, when you look at uh, De La Rosa trying to engage in the wrestling, dude, it was just, shocking to see Espinosa have a level of technique too with the knee pick. Right now, he's got a dope ass neck crank. If he literally drops to his left shoulder and cranks, you oh have my God. you have two minutes to work. You're go evil, for that bro. neck crank. You're go evil. Go for it. It's there. Go for it. You net. You're 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 you neck cranking son of a bitch, dude. It works. Yeah, they do, man. My poor fucking neck, bro. Dude, it works. Drop. Go for it. Two minutes left. Two minutes left. You're not going to burn your arms out. I was going to say. But plus, you can, you're up two rounds. Yeah, you're up two rounds. What do you have to lose? Go there, for it. Oh, wow. Another takedown from Great Espinosa. Great double leg. Wow. Perfectly timed. Got very deep. Cupped right behind the knees. Dude. De La Rosa's not doing the right thing here. He's going for the guillotine. Maybe if he traps the leg now. Out of position. I going to say. It. You can't get it. You just got to let go and work to get up now. Yep. He could use it actually to maybe get up there. We go oh, almost. He almost used it for position, which I, I love when I see fighters. Yeah, it's a sign of really high high level grappler. He's got to recover butterfly and stand here. This is not the. Uh, he could use this to stand up. Oh jeez, it's a da it's much more Rosa dangerous way to stand up. go behind. Oh, De La Rosa looks. I mean, Espinosa looks clean. Rather, De La Rosa bleeding from his nose now. Yeah, Espinosa, it's shot. This guy has some skill. I mean, he's dynamic for sure. I was going to say, and we've seen, you can tell he's rounding out his skills. Because who are we kidding? Uh, before this fight, and I'm balls deep in MMA, I haven't heard of either of these guys. Either of these guys. N no clue. Is this bantamweight? Um, or featherweight? This is bantamweight. Wow. This is, this is a case of who are you? Espinosa. How tall are they if this is fucking bantamweight? There's no way. Yeah, this is bantamweight. Holy shit. He's that chunky at bantamweight? Yeah, dude. Espinosa Espinosa's fourteen and seven. I never would have guessed that. Wow. Dude, you cannot come that fluffy if you're a bantamweight. Those guys are in killer shape. Absolutely not. It's not you're gonna have a bad time. Mark De La Rosa. He's eleven and four. Okay. He's five six. That this is sense. his second fight in the UFC. His first fight he lost to Ralu and Pava. It's another who are you fight, unfortunately. Oh, wow. 40 seconds left here to work. Some pretty good shots being exchanged round. here. Whoa, De La Rosa pressuring Espinosa. If you late. ask me, Espinosa's being a little too reckless here with yeah. this fight that's surely locked in for him. Oh, good exit. 
Let's see if De La Rosa can press the action and get a win here. I don't. He's got 20 seconds to knock him out. It's not happening. We've seen crazy decisions, but he scored two takedowns in this round, landed some really good strikes. He's been pushing the pace on the feet. I mean, De La Rosa's been marching forward, but hasn't really been doing much. And he's not the one who's leading the tempo of the dance. Wow. That was a pretty good fight, honestly. I'm excited to see what both dudes have. They're definitely still on the come up. If you look at a fighter like uh, Sean O'Malley, right? You see him, and he's an unranked guy, mm-hmm. and you can tell there's a, a clear gap. I think that Sean O'Malley will soon be ranked. Oh, certainly. And and there's a these guys definitely are still in the developing stages as a fighter. Mm-hmm. Let's not get it twisted though. There's a lot of hype behind Sean O'Malley. There definitely is, man. I th- I told you when I heard he was calling on Cody, man. I'm like, I like the gumption. Too soon. Don't do it. It's not the time. Cause what? Okay, he he got he got hit with some punches in the Wineland fight. Wineland hit him with two strikes. Wineland hit him with a really good right hand. And if and you if get Garbrandt hit with that, lands that say, hand, right hand, you're on Queer Street, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's how not going to go well. And and that's a big skill jump. And I don't think he realizes. You know, Garbrandt's a guy who's in the trenches, man. He's working his ass off, and he's been in there with the best. And to have that as your next fight when I think it's your fourth fight in the UFC, it would be that's a, that's a bold move. Cotton bold move. Oh yeah. Don't I know it? The fuck was that? What? Oh, never mind. (laughs) You're scaring me, dude. Our decision is coming up right now. De La Rosa in the cut. Yeah, no surprise yeah. there. Unanimous decision for Espinosa. Just a just a solid performance. Um very, very interested to see what he does in the future. The UFC man really sinking in to a familiar home in the Apex. It seems like they have a lot of things a lot more streamlined now. You know, they're easily running through fight cards now. They actually at the at the media face offs, they're actually letting fighters get up close and face off now. Which I think is really they cool. They really should. They're testing everybody before they, as soon as they walk on the premises, That's my they're thing. testing everybody. We so. know that you're all negative. So when they first, I get when you're first bringing the car back, you want the show that you're doing all you can. Absolutely. Andre Vili versus Charles, I don't even, Jordan? Jordan. Jordan? Probably, probably Jordan. Yeah, it's Jordan. Air Jordan. Wow. Holy fuck, man. That is a that is a crazy name. Andre Feely, man, he's the guy where I've wanted him to succeed a lot. I always root for that in guy. The cage, you know? But he's had a checkered checkered um uh record. De La Rosa has a chin on him. Oh, he sure. Oh does. yeah, he, he took, took some a lot big, of big shots, shots from there. Espinosa. I was shocked he hung in there for as long as he did and was still down to come forward. I hate to see people taking shots like that when they're uh just in the early stages of their career, though, because you can't take a lot of those. You really can't. It's like the Tony Ferguson fight, man. You watch it and you're just like, wow. He cashed in a lot of his chin checks with the, just the Gaethje looking, fight. We're just looking at the total strikes here um, per round in the Espinosa and De La Rosa fight. And Espinosa at least doubled in every strikes round. in every single round. And in the first round, he threw, he landed 103 strikes. 103 strikes in the very first round. That's no wonder crazy. he slowed down slightly in the second and third. I mean, holy moly. 
He's 15 and 7, but he's won six of the last eight. I like to see that. And, you know, if he's a new talent, I always am down to see new talent in the UFC. Definitely. He's only 30 years old, too. I was going to say he's in, he's hitting his prime right now. So he has like a good, like, three to five years to really just push it, get your money, secure the bag, and get out. Match now, Alex Perez. No. Oh. Interesting. We're just looking at his. Uh, yeah. Here, I'll show them. We can actually show them his record. You know, his so a lot of his losses came early, and in, um, in regional promotions, feeder leagues. Yeah. Actually, you know, fairly good though. You know, is in his last couple of fights. You know, he start. Now he's back in the win column, and uh, hopefully he can start to build some momentum off of that. His last fight was the Covington versus... His last uh, two fights, one of them was uh, the Covington versus Lawler card. So that's a while. Oh, who called out Sean O'Malley? Merib Devashili? Holy shit. Okay, he wishes. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a no-win uh, game there for O'Malley. Definitely don't yeah. take that fight. Why the hell would he do that? that I was going to say. A terrible idea. O'Malley wants... O'Malley wants to secure knockout wins and build his name in highlight reel. 100%. Devos you know, he's a... Dangerous he, guy, but he say, doesn't have the following. It doesn't make sense, that matchup. You just take... And it's an entertainment business, dude. And I'm, if I'm trying to build my name and you have no fans and I know you're tough, I'm not going to fight. Like, why would I to, fight you? GSP has lose, said lose. that. GSP said there has to be proper incentives. If the incentive curve is off, it's not a good match for a fight. Especially for the A side. If the other guy has more to gain... Why am I? Why would I set and also set that up? why knowledge your call out? Not only that, because then that gives it legitimacy. Sean O'Malley has options too. He's the person, Dude, with the options. There are a lot of people in the MMA community who thinks he'll get the Cody fight. Yeah, apparently he's he's uh, Devashili's been calling him out uh, continuously for. a while. I mean, wouldn't you? If you think that he's yeah. uh, he's a young kid with a big name, and you think he you can take, you him. have what it takes to beat him. The only problem Certainly. is he needs to make that case. Devashili needs to make the case that he can. He needs to string a couple fights together, get impressive finishes, and then he could secure that fight. Yeah. But to just come out and say that's like uh, me on my couch with my Cheetos saying, "No, it's oh, not." I want to fight Conor McGregor. No, it's not that crazy. Okay, I want to fight um, Mark De La Rosa. It's not that crazy either. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I do. you need to show. Show that you are deserving mm-hmm. of that. Certainly, it's, it's, that'd be like Sean uh, um, Sage Northcut coming back and being like, "Do you know what? I want a chance at the top five. And Give it's me. like you gotta show us, no. bro. When how you have about, losses about, to Mickey no. Gall, you got you gotta show Mickey Gall's not ranked. You know, you have to work up through the rankings. Wait, Feely and Feely's not ranked at feather. Oh, at featherweight, he moved up. Yeah. He, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, he looked really good in his last fight. Though. He did. I think he lost, though, like a decision. Let's see. We can get this. Yeah, he lost to Sadiq Yusuf, remember? Oh, he did. Sadiq is a fucking monster, though. He has so much power in his hands. And that was a fucking... Uh, I think that was a really... Com- if I'm not mistaken, that was quite a while ago. It was back in January. But I think that was a really close fight. It was, but Sadiq just had that power. And you could tell it was one of those fights where... It was like Poirier, Max Holloway. Where Poirier's punches were landing and they just did so much more than Max's. It was, it was, it was one of those circumstances. Where 
you just didn't see that the same power level. Yeah. And I thought that was apparent in the uh, TJ Dillashaw Dominic Cruz fight, but that didn't go uh, TJ's way. But I guess it all worked out in the end because TJ was probably on all of the designer drugs. I was gonna say, man, it's hard. It's hard to do that, right? I guess designer drugs are like Molly and shit. I mean, like. And I, I had, to, I think I had someone comment on one of our MMA posts, and they were talking about how we were saying that if you have a positive PED test, I can't be your fan, and then. You're you making know, it significantly harder. Well, they brought you. it up that Sugar Sean had a USADA pop for two years for a diuretic. It's perfectly explainable, though. It was perfectly explainable. And then he got, they threw the book at him for no fucking reason. Yeah. But I still think that was, uh, you know, it's a, it's a valid point and we should at least address it. But I right. think that when he, uh, he clearly shows where it came from and how it got into his system and that he wasn't taking it for performance enhancing reasons. I mean, it's a better excuse than the dick pill, John Jones oh excuse. Oh, my God. It's not even close. Like, that's not even feasible, bro. It's like, okay. When you have things like Blue Chew. And, yeah, uh, I was going to say, when there are legitimate alternatives. Like, cheap. Like, you don't need a prescription for Blue Chew, dude. And it's the same exact drug as Viagra. You don't need to be going to the gas station and getting these Clearly raging he living pills. life on the edge. Yeah, he wants those pills that'll make you feel like your heart's about to fucking pop. Why? Why? That's the last thing you want. Uh, trust me. Yeah, I was going to say... Why, it's why did I say trust me as if I had done those gas station pills? <laughs> I haven't done them. I'm just saying you don't want to. You don't want that feeling that your heart's gonna pop. We know that as energy drink consumers, you have like avid. You have you have consumers. like three or four of these in a close time span. You'll think your heart's about to fucking explode. Uh, that's happened to me a few times. Especially, you know, I, I joked about on the show. I was taking. I think it was like a similar, like not name brand caffeine pill. I the, have one not. of the ones that Sean yeah. O'Malley was. Uh, you got popped for. I'm pretty. I think I take. Uh, I I don't take them anymore, but I used to take uh, name brand caffeine pills. And I boy, think that's they, why they get the job done. Yeah, but the name brand caffeine pills like double the price. And I I was a college student, so I'm like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna budget. This. It wasn't expensive. It was like four dollars. I know, but it, the other one was two dollars. Okay. <laughs> twice as much. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh god, it's it's just so much money. Yeah. But you take one, you take one of those, and then you have a, uh, an energy drink, dude. Th that'll get you where you want to go, and then some. Yeah. I thought I could hear, I thought I could uh, see sounds for a little bit. I bet you could. Well, yeah, I probably got the tainted Sean O'Malley ba batch. I turned into a Tyranitar. For I'll tell a you what, bit. though, caffeine. If I'm not in the right like frame of mind, it makes my anxiety shoot oh, through the roof. Yeah, it well, gets me paranoid as fuck. People don't talk about caffeine. Caffeine it's is a drug. It man. is one of the most widely used drugs. It's the most widely and used drug. And because it has more positives than negatives, no one is or no one has a problem with you abusing it. Yeah. And that's one of the great things about energy drinks and coffee and caffeine pills that if you really need those things as like a study aid or to do it, it's better than you doing actual speed like these idiots on campuses Dude, doing Adderall. Super common. And it's ridiculous where yeah. you're like, what are you doing? That is a prescription level. Of of and it's not even like proper focus. No, well, there was an entire market for it uh, when I was in college. People were doing like CD dealings with that shit all oh, yeah. the time. And campus police departments now—that's what they're doing crackdowns on. And they're finding the dealers who have like twenty five hundred pills of Adderall because they've been saving their prescriptions and getting them refilled. They set limits on that kind of stuff. They should, anyway. I was going to say, well, no, also, I think 60% of supply comes from raiding medicine cabinets. Oh, definitely. 
Definitely. You know, why not? You go over to your friend's house. Let's see what's in the orange bottles. We're almost underway here. Joking, joking. Oh, I know. You, I know you didn't laugh, so I had to make everyone aware that it is a joke. Clearly, they do taste like Tic Tacs, though. I bet. No. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that reminds me of the scary movie scene where they're <laughs> where he, he's taking sleeping pills, thinking he's killing himself, and it turns out they're Viagra. Oh yeah. <laughs> she goes, That's no. The beginning of, uh, scary movie. Four. Four. Yeah. So fucking good. Powerful tattoos by Andre Feely. You can Mine tell his chest. Thirty favorite. His chest piece isn't done yet. He still needs to get it colored, but I guess that can wait. <laughs> Are parlors open during the lockdown? Um, well, the lockdown's pretty much over. Yeah, but I'm saying, so. was it? Maybe that's why he hasn't gotten it done yet. They probably were closed. Yeah, they, I mean, every place was closed. I don't think tattoo parlors are essential yeah i was gonna say and plus it's a pretty intimate business it's like i need you to put yeah you bleed i need you to put shit and you're and you're like two feet from the guy yeah so and not even and it's like yeah and if i'm in there getting bob costas tattooed on my ass it's spreading a lot of germs it's Who not safe you already got that's done that i know i was, I was just finished. it's a real life example right it's gonna say it's close to home Bob Cost, remember? Can we pull up the picture for them where Bob Costas had that? He had like blood vessels burst in his eyes, and he got sick at the Sochi Olympics, and he looked like a goddamn gremlin on TV. They're making Andre Feely wear. Tape. Oh, this is like a high school wrestling match, dude. You remember guys would used to come into wrestling and wear like inch gauges. Yeah, and then the ref would have to be like, dude, you can't have a, just a giant hole in your head. What if you a finger catches and you rip your ear off? We're underway here. I'm really excited for this fight, actually. It's probably the one I'm looking forward to the well, most on the Jordan has been talking endless shit in the press and has been talking about Ooh. he's in this business for a short time and he's ready to shock the world. Stiff left, left hook hit lands for Jordan. Jordan then just got smacked by an Andre Feely hook. Oh, another oh. good left hook lands. And then oh, another Jordan. left hook lands for Feely. They're Jordan. trading hooks. I was going to say, these guys are throwing bombs and they both have gotten clipped. Jordan still might not be all right. Jordan's sticking with that left kick, man. It's gonna find a home. Oh yeah, he's he's landing it too. Both guys are landing. Feely's being very aggressive, just standing in there, in the, right in the fucking phone booth. Dude, I do not think this fight is gonna go the distance if these guys keep this up. They're throwing with intentions right now. Oh, oh! Andre Feely's gonna get slapped if he doesn't move his head. Jordan is planting his foot and just throwing winging bombs, dude. Fuck! Literally, if I were an Andre big Fe- high kick from no Feely. bullshit. If I were an Andre Co- Andre Feely's corner, I'd be like, "Have moment, have moment, have moment." Yes, good. Right before she gets knocked yes, out. Yes, good. His head is right on the center line, and it's not moving. Oh, it's not, dude. He's locking it in place. It's tactical. It's, it's a bad tactic. They'll never expect it. It's a bad tactic. He looks mad, and I think he's fighting angry. Well, it's because Jordan came out there and was throwing from the fucking beginning. It looks like Jordan got... He's now respects Feely's power a bit more after... Le- nice jab from After Feely. receiving a couple of those hooks. A couple of the hooks looked like they really sat Jordan down. Feely's coming forward. He's pressing the action here. Feely's being more active. Jordan, the, he has a smaller reach. So you see he's kind of struggling to get in on Feely. Oh, a little taunting going taunting on from Feely. from Feely. Feely clearly does not like this guy has been talking about how, you know, he's going to go and show everyone that he he has the champion Andre level Feely skills. Andre does not like Jordan. No. 
Well, if a guy's calling you, you know, a journeyman, calling you a stepping stone, it's going to piss any fighter off. Definitely. It clearly, it's clearly affecting. Andre I don't see Fury. any fighter ever going like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> he can say whatever he wants. I see why you feel that way. I say you. <laughs> you have hurt me today. You have hurt me today. <laughs> Andre Feely standing in the center of the octagon. Oh, wow. Jeez. That would. Okay, his forearm's broken. Jeez. That Just was through a... such a heavy kick from Jordan. God. And that's one thing that. Uh, that's another fight. Uh, Fight secret that fighters don't tell you. Uh, uh, holding your arm up and blocking kicks is not like a painless. Like, oh, I just hit the, I just hit the right trigger to block that. It's no okay. I, as soon as I get kicked, I'm like, okay, shattered, shattered. It's broken. We'll get that looked at after. <laughs> yeah, I can feel like fluid in my joints now and my elbow, and it's like, all right, cool. Spinning back fist almost lands for Air Jordan. Dude, he is sticking with that left And he's down to kick the elbows of Feely. He's going to break his fucking foot. He's also going to take the power out of Feely's arms. You get kicked like that, you're not going to be able to throw as heavy. It's true. It is true. It actually is true. (laughs) Still no head head movement. Or move meat. No move meat. Absolutely zero (laughs) head movement from Andre Feely still. Shout out to Modelo sponsoring the cage. Brian Ortega had a choice. (laughs) (laughs) huge left hook drops feely feely's recovered flash knockdown i don't know and feely slick on the ground wow motherfucking told you dude jordan's risking getting up kicked here you've got to move wow dude he actually just dropped feely hard man dude i i predict these things well, his head is now he's starting to move it. You've tra- got no, to move but it. when they're trading, he's not moving his head. That's his the problem. His head is literally high up in the sky. He's moving stuck it in place. Well, no, when he's moving it, when they when when he's not engaging, but when he engages, he locks it in place, like Rick Story, dude. <laughs> like he's got a like he's got a C seven fusion. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking a goof. Fucking Frankenstein's monster over here, dude. Oh shit! I thought Air Jordan was bleeding on his thigh. It's just a tattoo. <laughs> it's a rough flame tattoo, man. Dude, this is still the first round. If I were a fighter's manager, I'd be like, no shitty tattoos. You know the. You know what's the, what's a bummer. What? I think Andre Feely was winning this round until he got fucking shellacked. Almost slept. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, big flurry lands for Feely. Feely now gets the takedown slam of Jordan. Oh, what is Jordan doing? What is Jordan doing? Covering up. In a very bizarre way. Good job by Jordan getting back to his feet. End of the round. Very back and forth round. Oh, they, these guys do not they like each, each other. other. And I, I love it. it. I love it. Me too. That is, I like nothing more than at the end of a round, both players are like, I wish I could still fucking hit you, dude. You're lucky this guy blew the whistle, bro. <laughs> That's great. He's about to come off the line. Holy moly. Where's your eye favor? Is Philly still with Alpha Mill? That's a good question. I don't know. Check out his Instagram and let me know. Would it say in his Instagram? I mean, you can just kind of get it. It'll probably say, like, the location tag will be like Uriah Faber's Ultimate Fitness. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Uh, he joined Team Alpha Male and began training mixed martial arts. And his uh, Wikipedia has not That's been as vague as Brian Ortega had a choice. Yeah, no shit. 
Yeah, he called him out in the interview. I saw that. Jordan was just super disrespectful to the body of work Andre Feely has and says, you know, like, look, I'm ready to start making a claim. And he almost made a claim by knocking Feely out, man. Feely was hurt. That's where being rangy and having that length helped him because it took Feely a while to fall to the mat because he fights so long. And then when he fell, he was in a... Second round underway. Feely's coming out with fucking heat, dude. He is mad that he got dropped. They're throwing bombs back and forth. Happens to the best of us, man. Relax. I'll be right back. Tell me. Hopefully they don't get slept. We'll see. I'll let you know, man. Feely's staying aggressive coming forward here. If you guys want to sync it up with us, it's 434, 33, 32, 31. So on and so forth. (laughs) You guys have the best reaction to big hits. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I really do. On, oh, look at this. Jordan mixing it up, going with the Lee's leg kicks now. I like to see it. You got to mix up the approach, keep your opponent guessing. Jordan's doing a good job of that. Hopefully, Andre Philly starts incorporating more head movement. He is not. Damn, man. And I think Cameron made a really good insight that uh, Andre Philly is pretty decent head movement when he's on the outside and he's not throwing any strikes. But as soon as he's setting himself up for, to throw a combo or anything like that, uh, he's stationary. And his head is high, very high. And he keeps his right hand low. He keeps his right hand like right at his chest level. And that's how he got dropped with that left hook from uh, Jordan. We'll have to see. And at the very end of the first round, Andre Philly had a lot of success um, going to the ground. He's, he took down uh, Jordan. So maybe he'll go back to that. Oh, huge oh, jab lands for Jordan. Fucking winging shots. That, that jab stunned Philly. That feeling needs to be on high alert. God that, damn. That jab stunned him. Snapped his head back hard as shit. Well, it's still locked in place. He moved his head off the center line with that punch. Ah, uh-huh, dude, I'm telling you. Oh, spinning back fist lands from Jordan. I like Jordan's explosiveness he's, here. Jordan's just mixing it up. I was going to say, he feels creative. It feels like he's trying to end the fight. He's doing a better job of mixing it up. Just calling it. Just telling it like it is. He's, he went to leg kicks really early in the fight. Had some success there. Oh, Philly just landed a hard one, too. Philly's only getting tough assignments, man. This is brutal. So he fights Sadiq Yusuf, and then he gets uh, Jordan, who thinks I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't heard of Jordan. But Jordan Jor- is fighting He's, well. He, well, he made waves at the press conference with his, with his interview. He is fighting well. Dynamic, mixing it up. It's very rare that you see guys mix things up well. Yeah. Well, he's doing a good job. It's hard when you're at, in so much danger to have that freedom to be creative. You need a, a level of cage comfort that not a lot of fighters have just because of how right. dangerous it is. Right. So you're thinking, oh, I don't want to get winged with a hook. I mean, we and they do, they, that fear is there for a good reason, a la Chris Weidman and Luke Rockhold. When Chris Weidman threw that fucking spinning back kick, what the fuck was that? It looked atrocious. I don't even think it was supposed to be a, a spinning back kick. I think it was supposed to be a round kick. Dude, it was rough. Was it supposed to be a round? I don't even know what I think he was it was going supposed for. to be a roundhouse, but it came at the body level, and he got t- taken down and beaten mercilessly because of it. And I didn't know what he was going for. He, but he never should have thrown it. I agree. Right. Sean O'Malley says it all the time. Don't throw spinning shit if you don't throw it in training. Yeah, totally. If you don't like regularly throw it and land it in training, don't throw it in the fight. Kamar Usman said that too. Kamar Usman was like, you don't think I throw some spinning shit when I'm hitting pads? And he's like, no. But here's the thing. When I spar, I'm not landing the spinning shit. Yeah. So in a fight, I'm not going to throw it. 
If it's a low percentage move, to make it a high percentage move, you have to drill it like crazy, like Conor McGregor. If you saw, he trains his spinning back kick incessantly, and he constantly brings it out in sparring. And it were, it's paid dividends in fights. Dennis Seaver. I mean, he winged Dennis Seaver within the body. Yeah, those were huge teeps to the body. His teeps are great. His teeps are nasty. I think they're better than a spinning back kick. It's great. I mean, he's a shorter fighter, and they really keep people uh, at range. Well, he, we said like the way he utilizes it, he uses it as like a jab, and it's a jab that hurts enough to where the guy wants to come forward, which is what Connor wants. Super technical round here from Jordan. He's just making Feely miss a lot, really. Good leg kick from Jordan. Dude, I'm telling you. Wow, Feely gets the takedown. I just said this. uh, Such a close fight. I said this earlier as you were leaving that Feely had some success on the ground at the very end of the first round, so maybe we'll see him go back to that. I'd like to see that. Oh, wow. Jordan, though, does a good job of getting back up to his feet. Jordan's back up. He also landed a couple of really hard elbows. While on the ground. We'll see how the energy level Feely looks like he's slowing down a little bit here. He is. That's a that takedown definitely took uh, a lot of energy. It's another round in the books here. That's another round which for is fine. Jordan for sure. I'm fine with a fighter getting a takedown and the guy gets up, which is not what you want to happen, but it happens. You need to take some time to recover. You just exploded. Uh-huh. You know? What, you, what would be stupid is to right after you fail the takedown, shoot another one. Or you can do that if you have the energy, but if you need that time to recover, recover. It's better than shooting a shitty shot where you're bent over at the waist and you're not going to land it. But if you're a guy like Khabib who just never gets tired right. and can just run through 30 training partners. You actually, have you heard that story? Chell Sundin told it on his podcast. One of his coaches, his wrestling coaches or jiu-jitsu coaches, went over to Dagestan to train with, mm-hmm. the, with Khabib Eagle MMA. Eagles MMA and Khabib has literally like 18 guys and he just does rounds and he cycles them in a fresh guy every round until not until he's tired until all 18 dudes are like, I'm good. Wow. And you just hear that and you're like, okay, that's that, that explains his cardio and probably the level of control. Cause the thing is you can't, it sounds mythic, but if you have better technique than those guys and can hold them in place, you can recover. Oh, definitely. Continually. It's not like he doesn't get tired the exactly. entire time. He just knows how to recover and how to, so how to find those opportunities to rest. And when you are tired, don't try to... When you're when you're super tired, you don't want to be throwing a lot of punches because they're going to come slow oh, and yeah. you're going to get hurt. Instead, he probably moves on to his grappling. And with grappling, you can be a little slower. It's a good high it's a, kick there from Feely. It's a powerful... You can be more powerful with your grappling. It's third round's Use your underway. strength more. 431, wow. 30, 29. I think that's some sort of comic book tattoo on the leg of Jordan. Probably. Like Bayonetta or something. It's very what? bizarre. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> oh God! Oh, another spinning fucking spinning back, bag back fist. That's it. Oh my God! I'm oh, another the, another I'm doing a fast ascent, assessment right now, Cameron. Are you having a goddamn stroke? <laughs> Maybe another left hand landed for Jordan for me. Stroke. I was gonna say uh, I have it tied up after two. Mm, really? Close. How? Ryan Frederick on Twitter. Have you seen Errol Hawani has been uh, bitching incessantly that he tweets the whole time during the fights and the UFC won't display one of his tweets? That's hilarious. And apparently when Dana White was signing the ESPN deal, he tried to get ESPN to cut Ariel as a part of the deal. They showed this guy's tweet twice. 
You have Feely winning two rounds. Gilbert, what? What, guys? If you're, if anybody's uh, chiming in chat, please. Am I, what am I? What? 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 what I have Jordan for two right now. I have Jordan for two for sure. I guess it just goes to show, like people, it's so subjective. Oh, that's the team alpha male double leg. They they get that where your head's on the near side and they collapse. I have no idea how that guy and Gilbert uh, Burns. Well, this is not where Jordan wants to two rounds for Feely. This is not where Jordan wants to be or how he wins the fight. Ooh, weird stuff from Jordan. Giving up back. Oh, you know, wait, is Jordan using what I've said fighters should do for the longest time? I think he is. Wrestler stand up. He literally is going, giving up his back and standing up. Wow. Dude, I like it. Philly's doing a really good job of controlling his near side arm. He's got to get that out. Yeah, he's got to work on getting that wrist free. Yep. He did. Wait, he did it just how. Wait. Dude. Great stand-up. I love seeing that instead of just sitting and letting the guy pummel you while he's in your guard. Wow. I'm impressed by Jordan. That is, I've been saying for years, there's an actual argument that if your jiu-jitsu isn't, as good, is, isn't good enough to get you up or, or to, to get submit a submission the guy, on the ground. Or yeah. to submit the guy. Go to turtle and then stand. Go to turtle and stand. Risk it to get the biscuit. Yeah. And if you're good with the wrestling stand-up, you can be out of there. Dude, these hooks are there. If you ever whoever fights Feely next, if he's if he's gonna get another matchup after this, watch this fight. Watch oh. this fight because the game plan is he, dude, it's here. I'm telling you. You just literally watch this and you could game plan against him. Studying some film right now. Yeah, I mean breaking he, out the fucking white. He whiteboard. throws long strikes and his head is high up, high up in the sky. Yeah. With his chin not tucked. That's why these counter hooks are there all day for uh, Jordan. Mouth open for Feely. Gilbert yeah. tripping. Gilbert yeah. is tripping. Man. I don't see how anyone would score it two rounds for uh, Feely. That's kind of fucking. It's crazy, man. It's kind of fucking nutty. It doesn't make any sense. Wow. Minute 10 left here in the very final round. How game is Gilbert Burns, by the way, though? He willed himself into his huddle shot just from being down to fight with a day's notice. Oh, he's crazy. I mean... And he's crazy good. And he's dying. He'll like... He's like, I'll I'll fucking fight anyone. Like, he signed Damian Maya, and he was like, no one gave him a shot of beating Damian Maya. No one gave... I didn't give him a shot of beating Damian Maya. Why? I heard Gilbert Burns was a jiu-jitsu guy, and I'm like, a jiu-jitsu guy fighting Damian Maya? Two-time world champion. Well, clearly, I didn't know who Gilbert Burns was. Yeah. He's... He's... Crazy good. I didn't know that he'd be this good at MMA. I didn't think it would transfer quite as well, and he well, would destroy Tyron Woodley like that. But and that man. champion matchup was even more interesting. Big takedown from Andre Feely. Twenty made, seconds left. It was to go. made even more interesting by the fact that uh, too little, too late here. Gilbert Burns was Kamar Usman's. They brought in Gilbert Burns at Henry Hoof's gym to help teach the guys jujitsu and work on their jujitsu. He's been helping Kamar Usman with his jujitsu for years. They're training partners. So now seeing that dynamic, oh, me too. I'm also glad that we have a fighter in the UFC now who actually wants to fight. And I know that it hurts the negotiations of the other fighters when you have guys like Gilbert who are always down to fight. But at the end of the day, fighters fight, man. You got to sign on the dotted line. I'm confused, man. I'm confused. I had that for Jordan. Feely was more active, but he was missing. And 
we'll we'll see here how much wrestling and activity is rewarded. Woodley doesn't want it anymore. He does not, man. I didn't think he did until he agreed to fight Colby. I agree. Be grateful to have a job. And here's the thing: a lot of the, like hey, Connor. I get why I get why he's frustrated, but you have to see where the UFC is coming from. There's two sides to every coin. Do you yeah. think fighters should get compensated fairly? Absolutely. But these fighters sign on to contracts, and then they constantly want to renegotiate for fights. Right. And Dana, I think Dana White was saying that about Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal. He just signed, signed an eight-fight eight deal. deal. Eight had, fights. He had seven fights left on the deal, and he's talking about and changing guess what? the deal up guess now. Guess what? The UFC was down to renegotiate with him yeah. for the fight. They were going to pay him more than it was once it's on his contract that he just signed. It's not like he signed it before he had this big year. And then that's a different discussion, right? If you had a previous contract and then you have a blood year and there's seven fights left, you need to talk to the UFC and be like, well, you know, I clearly just outperformed expectations. I want to get paid and they'll pay you. But when you just sign a deal, you missed... You missed the chance to bring your army out and have a fight with the boss. Significant strikes. Okay, here I'm gonna... And threatening retirement and release all the time is just not a good way to get the matchups you want. When you're a guy like Gilbert Burns, who's willing to fight any place, anytime, anyone, you see he gets rewarded for that. And you see the opposite of that, Colby, who chose to get the operation on his shoulder, chose to routinely turn down fights if he didn't like the camp, uh, camp time that was allotted to him. You, you don't get rewarded. Andre Philly just got the nod via split decision. I didn't see that at all. But wow, I don't. It was a close fight. It was, it was a close, a close fight. fight, but I did not think he won. Wow. I mean, I, I don't. I didn't think so either at all. Jordan almost slept him in the first round. Jordan seemed to control the second round well. Um, Philly came up with some big takedowns, but he didn't really do much with them on the ground. I di- I just I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. Look, NCAA will pay college athletes. I actually heard about that. In Florida, they passed a, um, I think it was called the Athlete Name Rights Act or something like that. And uh, athletes are now going to be able to make uh, make money off of their likeness for the first time in forever. Which means the NCAA now, this is their worst nightmare. Because now if they're going to fight these laws, they have to fight them in all 50 states. When, when these states make their uh, athlete laws. Yeah. Rather than fighting a federal one. So it's it's As they should. it's awesome. I think that the athletes should get paid for the likeness. It seemed weird and archaic that the NCAA was able to make billions off of these athletes, but oh no, they're already getting paid in education. That's so taboo that not even the university paying them a salary that they can't make money with their likeness. There was that story in Minnesota of that wrestler who was also an aspiring rapper. He made an album, made merch. Sold merch and the album. Was he a wrestler? I thought it was a football player. I'm almost positive it was a wrestler. Okay. Anyway. And it was completely unrelated to his wrestling. It's not like he was taking pictures in his wrestling uniform for the cover of the album. It was a completely unrelated project. And the school made him turn over. The NCAA made him turn over all his money. All the profits from that over to them. That's so wrong. That's ridiculous. And I think they suspended him too, where it's like that just seems criminal. Yeah, it really it really does seem just um just brutal. Like throwing the book at him for no reason. Andre Feely talking to Paul Felder in the Apex. It's it's uh it's frustrating though. I, I imagine if you're Jordan, you're like, fuck man. It always it always sucks. I think it sucks both winning and losing a split decision. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Because if you're winning a split decision, granted, there are going to be a lot of people who didn't think you won the fight, right? So you're going to have to deal with that shit. The company doesn't like it because chances are if it's a split decision, it wasn't this epic world-ender fight. They certainly can be. I just think that that was such a close fight. I, I don't know. I just don't. I'd like to see the breakdown of the statistics again. I may have to pull them up. You want to see some compy strike? Yeah, I just don't see how Philly got that done with the knockdown in the first. I guess I, just get, I, I value knockdowns so highly that it's I tough. I value them way higher than takedowns. Oh, for takedowns, sure. Takedowns, we talked about this, and now it's about what you do unless, with the, Unless you get the takedown and you absolutely fuck the guy up with ground strikes. That's what I was going to say. Or you go for like two submissions and you're like so close to getting them. For me, it's not, it's not getting the takedown. It's what you do with the takedown that makes it more meaningful. How many times have we seen takedowns get counted where the fighter gets eight takedowns in a fight where it's like, whoa, holy shit, but the guy gets right Pops back up every time and was winning the the striking the entire time. Right. Which I think Feely landed some ground strikes here and there, but it didn't seem to me like he was using the ground all of that much. Jordan mm-hmm. was never in trouble of getting finished on the ground. But, you know, hats off to Feely, getting back in the W column. Yeah, very, very happy for him. He's a good guy, so I'm glad to see that he's winning. Yeah, like I said, we've always rooted for him when he's on and uh, competing. I think that once they go back and watch this fight, they'll be able to make the necessary adjustments to ensure that he uh, gets on track. He stays on track, I should say, because he won. But Yeah, I if agree. He, if he goes up against better strikers, he's going to have a lot of trouble there, man. Andre feeling, yeah, it looks like he changed gems. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, he totally did. What is this? Yeah, that's definitely not Team Alpha Male. Whoa. Well, I will say uh, Andre Feely did look like the stronger fighter in there with his grappling, just sleek technique. Caught him with a caught uh, Jordan uh, overextended with his f- footwork and took him down. Yeah, Outcasts and Underdogs. I think that's his clothing brand. But hats off to Andre Feely. Oh, yeah, Papa Big's takedowns count. I agree with you. I agree with you, but I... I of course, yeah, they definitely count. It just matters how much, right? <laughs> and it's so it's so situational. It's tough. It is tough. I loved seeing Jordan know that he had worse jiu-jitsu than Andre Feely and just said, hey, I'm not going to engage in the jiu-jitsu. Right. This is all going to be wrestling stand-ups. And... I, I really like that technique. You saw he was never in danger of getting submitted. Got right back up to his feet every time. He never ended the round on his back. Which uh, I think is very impressive. I think it was the right move there, and he knew it. Uh, we see Charles Rosa versus <sighs> Charles Kevin Rosa's. Aguitar. Charles Rosa, quick turnaround after his Bryce Mitchell loss. Well, his last fight, Bryce Mitchell, in his own words, cooked him to the bone. With how it was a bully beat down, dude. Bryce and Mitchell's grappling is no joke. And Charles Rose is a black belt himself, man. Well, the thing is, Bryce Mitchell's training, like we said, man, with those, he's training at um, at state colleges with wrestlers. Yeah. And if you can take down those wrestlers and hold them down, you want to talk about top controlling those guys? If you can do it to them, you can do it to a UFC, UFC fighter. Definitely. Because those. In, it's the only thing they focus on. In the NCAA. Their entire game is centered around not getting taken yeah. down, and when they take people down, holding them down. The reason the NCAA, they, they reward you for top riding is because it's so fucking hard yeah. to hold these kids down. 
Alexander Volkov getting some love. He's fighting Curtis Blades. That's going to be a good fight. He's one of the most underrated guys, man. He <laughs> was just because working, of the Derek Lewis fight. I know, which is crazy to me because he was working Derek Lewis for like 14 minutes and 50 seconds or something like that. And then Derek Lewis sliggity slept him in the last minutes of that fight. The last seconds, rather. It was insane. It was literally like the last four seconds. Oh. Well, Volkov is one of those guys, man, where he's punches and bunches. He's going to wear you out. And that that always does, when you're the guy who doesn't punch as hard, but you're punching more, you always run the risk of getting hit with that one big shot, you know? Yeah. Well, Blades, for me, has been, it showed me that at a heavyweight level, you can have a guy who does actually do dynamic wrestling. Like shooting across the cage for singles and doubles. It's so rare at heavier weights. And he does it well too. It's not like he relies on his on his uh weight. Oh yeah. How old is Volkov? It's a good, a good question. question. Let's see. Looks about eighty. I was gonna say, well, those guys, those tall guys, man, they get the rickety joints at like thirty. It's one of the, it's one of the prices you pay for that reach advantage. Whoops. <laughs> Spelling extraordinaire, Mason in the studio. This is a typo. Bitch. 31. 31, yeah, I was going to say. It's the tall guys. He's got that uh, the tall guy problems. June 20th. He walks soon. like the goddamn Tin Man. Oil can. 31. That's not d- dirt. Old. Oh, Blades <laughs> needs a win. Blades is incre- He's He's on the come up still. He, just, he needs to be able to get past yeah. Ngannou, but... Guy has his number, man. Yeah. It was unlucky that he crossed paths with Nganu so early on. Ooh, this card's so much. This this uh, next week's card is so much better than this one. Can I tell you Jim how? Jim Miller, Bilal Muhammad, Raquel Pennington versus Marion Renault, Josh Emmett and Shane Burgos. Josh Emmett and Shane Burgos. When I saw that fight, I was like, I'm watching that card just for that fight. Shane Burgos is a fucking animal. He's at City Kickboxing with his Adesanya, and that dude is as gritty as they get. That, that's that card is. Better than this one, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. This card... Well, we were talking about this card before we did the show, and we were like, it's just... When you have Jessica I as your big, like, big name, mm-hmm. it's just guy's stock has been crashing because she had that famous, infamous now, rant on her Instagram when I think the USC fighter who missed weight was Sarge. Like, her her fighter name was Sarge or whatever, and she missed by, like, three, two or three pounds. Right. And this guy was like, how about being a professional? How about staying committed? And we know that we get these fights in advance. It's not happening on you. And if you do get it, a short-notice fight, you can actually work on a catch weight shortly after that. She's three pounds overweight for her fight. And then she loses. And then she gets this fight. And it's like, okay, this guy's going to be able to stake her claim back in the division. Show that she's still at the top. And she talks all that shit and then misses weight by 0.25 pounds. And then when she goes, when she goes on her social media, she says, sorry, guys, I guess I should have peed before I got on the scale. She was very dismissive. And I'm like, well, no, don't be dismissive because you didn't do your job. Wait, that's what she said? Yeah. She was like, you know, it just got me this time. And I'm like, that's unacceptable. And like to make excuses. To make excuses, just call it like it is. You missed weight. Yeah, she barely missed weight, though, too. She's like a fifth of a pound over. Well, it's a big thing for me. You know that. A quarter of a we, pound or something like that. Well, yeah, she's 0.26 pounds. I guarantee she's, she had a 
a horrific cut too. I yeah. I mean, at that point, if you if you're zero point two six pounds, she better not be producing spit. She must not be sweating anymore. She must not have had to shit. She must have shaved all the hair on her body. When you're yeah. that close, come on, you're gonna lose thirty percent of your purse now because you couldn't lose. I agree with what you all remember. Zero point like, two pounds. Other fighters have said you gotta do whatever it takes. Yeah, I you, have you ever seen Paul Felder now make weight? And that dude, his cuts are brutal. Yeah, clearly he's a big guy. And he talks about it. He's in the he's in the sauna and he's dying. But he's like, you know, you you sign the fight, you make the weight. Rosa versus Aguilar coming up next. I'm more Aguilar, upset. I said Aguitar before. I'm more upset for the co-main event, Martin Vittori versus Carl Roberson. Roberson came in at three and a half. I think it was three and a half pounds over, which is unex. No, no, it's four, four and a half pounds over for Roberson. Can you imagine no, the can't. level of disrespect? And he actually was supposed to fight earlier in Jacksonville and missed weight that time too. So Vittoria is signed on to fight this guy twice. And then he had the fucking balls to say that Vittoria's not dedicated. Or uh, he, he called Vittoria mentally weak. Mentally weak? Come on. Are you crazy? And saying he compromised Vittoria. And I'm like, no, you pissed him off because you don't do your job. You're fucking with his livelihood when you miss weight and then pull out of the first fight. And then you show up a second time and you disrespect him even more. And now if you win this fight, I'm going to be even more mad if Roberson missed this weight. I hope Vittori beats him down because fighters who miss weight, we've talked about this before in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Statistically, they win 93% of the time, mm -hmm. something like that. There's only one or two exceptions to that. That is a huge problem. You're getting a leg up at the other person's expense, and it's not like, okay, well, they lose 40% of their purse, Cameron. That's a stupid. They clearly get recompense, and I'm like, no, they don't. Because here's the thing. Wins matter. Wins directly affect how much you get paid when you get a new contract with the EOC. And your stock goes down or up, and your matchups get affected by that. Yeah, and then so, people always love to point out that that's not always the case via that Jose Aldo Marlon Marais fight. Yeah. Was it Marlon Marais? No, they both made weight, though, for that fight. I'm talking about wins and losses when you say oh, yeah, that yeah. wins matter and whatnot. But those, I would argue that those are the outliers. Super rare. Super very, rare. Very rare that that happens. And uh, yeah, I think the main selling point is not only in negotiations to wins matter, but also in the eyes of the public. What's the first thing people see when they, they know that you're scheduled for a fight or even on the lower third, when you're about to fight, they see your record. Yeah. Shit matters. And the <laughs> it's fact huge. That, yeah, it's, it's so huge. So when I see it and I see fighters who miss weight winning, it's, it's upsetting. It definitely is. Cause it's, it's a way to get an edge. It's a way to get an edge. No weight class night. I think that's what we should do. I'm down for that. No weight class. Uh, well, there's a real talk. I mean, the Gracies have said this for a while. Uh, I think it was Hoist Gracie's brother uh, who was talking about it. Uh, one of the ones who started the UFC, and he was like, it was never supposed to be about weights. When they introduced weight classes, they think that they bastardized it. No, this is way, it's better now. I think it's way, obviously it's way better, but I think that there is some argument for having an open weight, weight class and seeing some insane matchups. I like to see, that's why I'm happy that in Asia they still kind of do those freak show fights where you have like the sumo wrestler 
putting on some kickboxing gloves it's and because they don't have to get it, they don't have to get it sanctioned by athletic commissions over there. Exactly. See, that's why I like the the UFC is where I go for the pure sports side of it. Because honestly, but, if you were part of a commission, would you sanction Max Holloway versus like Curtis Blades? Or absolutely not. Something like that. That's that's ridiculous. You're endangering the health of both guys. Yeah. Mostly Max. I was going to say. I was going to say. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, how many fights have you seen in Asia? They like to point out the one or two times that My the little kickboxers win. Dude. But most of the time, it's the heavier dude cranking a giant punch and killing the dude who weighs 140. It's not even, like, the, the size disparity matchups aren't even my favorite ones. My favorite matchups that you see coming out of, like, Ryzen and shit oh, like that. with it. Are the age disparities. I love when oh, you get like a God. grandma. Gabby Garcia fighting, fighting Gabby Garcia. Oh, yes. She was 46. She had. She was 46. She looked about dude, 64. She had two different knee wraps on both knees, two different ankle wraps on both ankles. Aguilar and did not fight yet. Her family got mad that Ryzen let her fight Garcia. They got mad. They were like, how could you let our, our like aunt fight? How, how dare could you, you let my grandma fight her? <laughs> well, that was just a horrific mismatch. I also, one thing I love about going overseas, I hate PEDs in fights, but there is a place for the freak show where you just have guys walking around looking like Pride Era Rampage. All those guys are on steroids. Oh, yeah. Or uh, Kevin Randleman, RIP. But when you have guys walking around looking like Kevin Randleman, there is some fun with that. Charles Rosa versus Kevin Aguilar up next here. Charles, Charles Rosa. Rosa. Let's see if he can recover from getting worked Absolutely by Bryce needs Mitchell. Absolutely to recover from that. That's a really tough one, too, because Charles Rosa is a grappler, and as a grappler to get worked like that by another grappler is tough. Yeah, because that, that matchup's coming again. Is Aguilar a grappler? No, I'm saying if, if oh, yeah. Rosa wins this fight, and Bryce Mitchell loses his next fight. We could this is a real possibility that we could see that matchup again. And how's it going to go differently if that fight plays out on the ground? Bryce almost hit him in a twister twice, dude. That's insane. Hitting a twister. Do you realize how tired the dude has to be to get caught in a twister, dude? It's a it's a low percentage move. Agapova, yeah, that was the first fight, and it was phenomenal. Agapova was a bad bitch. She took care of Hannah Cyphers. She ran through Cyphers in about a minute and a it half. It was not close. Oh my god, she threw down, and you could tell Cyphers accurate, Cypher, strong. Well, Cyphers also took the easy way out. Good head movement, long, very long reach, and Punch she was utilized on the chin, it well. But Cyphers was like, oh, I've had enough. I'm, yeah. I'm good. She got hit with some big hooks before uh, before Agapova sunk that. Not sunk, before she put the choke on. Can't say she sunk it in. Charles Rose is like, please don't wrestle me. We are underway I here. guarantee you in this fight, he, he probably has better grappling than Very Aguilar. Very first round, 455, 54, 53. Aguilar coming in with a little bit of a soft body look himself. Hey, man. Love seeing love handles. It's sport. Come on. The, oh, only guy, the only guy who makes that work very is Kelvin Gastelum. Very strong jab there from Aguilar. Whoa. What is going on? Charles Rosa knocked off balance twice by Aguilar. He's got to get his feet under him. Let's get in this fucking game here. He's settling in. I bet Aguilar, what do you think? It's tough to say. Uh, I think that um, Rosa is coming back really quick off that Bryce Mitchell uh, fight and that I think went it all 15 minutes yeah and it, and it could have very easily messed with his confidence because he got worked in a grappling match and he that's a strong suit is jujitsu and his grappling so and in the lead up to that fight he was saying i have better grappling than bryce mitchell i'm going to show him what's up 
And I think that uh, because of that, Aguilar will probably get it done here on the feet. Oh, yeah, there's a speed discrepancy. Aguilar has pretty quick hands. Yeah, he fired a right hand at Ch- uh, Rosa there. What's Rosa's first name? Chase? Chance? Something like Charles? The chonky, the chonky dudes usually have quick hands. I never have understood that. Like, how? why does that happen? But you saw that with Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz has quick hands. And he's a chonky boy, they too. Just, they work on that instead of running or doing sit-ups. <laughs> That's all. In between, in between meals, they just hit some speed bag. Yeah, I'd like for Charles to like close the distance more before trying to throw some of these shots. He's really not. You want to know how ridiculous? So you like the other guy? Um, I think Rosa, if he can get it to the ground, I think Rosa can win. Yeah, but if, if it stays get, on the feet, um, if he gets he's in trouble. Ground. Yeah, it was weird. Then I think, uh, yeah, if it stays on standing, Aguilar's in trouble. I mean, Rosa's in trouble. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Brain melting. Jeez. Well, you never want to see you never want to see a fighter get dealt with by his bread and butter. It's like when you saw Dustin Poirier originally get knocked out by Conor McGregor at one forty five, where you're just like, "Holy shit, this guy's a striker," and he just got worked s- on the feet, dude. Yeah. He got sniped. Like that first fight was not close. I think it would be a much closer fight now. I do. That'd be Dustin crazy looks way healthier and, his, and he's been working on his boxing. So he's, he was a good striker to begin with. Yeah, and he just took it to another level. His and bo- the same, but the same could be said about Conor McGregor. So I mean, you saw the cowboy fight, flawless victory. Yeah, no kidding. He got the seven golden letters flying across across the screen. Perfect. Yeah, no joke. It was. It was. Oh God! And then that 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 high kick, that head kick that Conor landed on Cowboy. I just went like this. You could say that about all the strikes landed in that fight from Connor. Everything looked ha- looked hard, hard and fast. A shoulder strike rocked him with his shoulder. I'm shocked that's not like the new meta. I want to see more of that, dude. A la John Jones Glover Teixeira, just he was, dropped down he and bruh, too. Bruh, hit him right in the face with it. You're gonna see guys sharpening their shoulders like Dude, Tony sharpening the elbows. They should. You see so many of these fights that end up like up against the cage here, and they're just holding each other in the clinch, working shit. Just boom! Literally with all of your weight, if you just, just drop, torque, drop down. We've seen the Connor has control of his torso better than a lot of other fighters with the way he's able to move and how dynamically he's able to. Oh, giant right, giant overhand right lands for Aguilar. Damn. I mean, son. a lot of people shit on Connor for the 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 movement coach. And oh, nice jab from Aguilar. And hey, his flexibility, but... Get the fight to the ground, man. Oh, Aguilar landed a big jab. Snapped Rosa's head back. Oh, nice kick from Rosa. Jumping soccer kick to the midsection. Not mad at it at all. Rosa with his hands down. He's got to get this fight to the ground. He's uh, trying to pull a Stephen Wonderboy here. Aguilar just seems much more comfortable on, on the, the feet. feet. Yeah. Yeah. Good teep by Aguilar there. Charles standing in the center of the octagon here. Oh, nice, nice shot by Very Rosa. Shot. Low single. He still has this here. He still has this. Oh, man, he let go of it. Aguilar was throwing some good strikes. I was going to say, Charles he was able it. to torque pretty well there. Yeah. It was kind of shocking. I'm shocked at how much force he was able to generate. Also, with with MMA, it's something that people don't discuss a lot of the time. It's hard to take those low singles because in wrestling, they grab onto the wrestling shoe. That's how you hold onto a dude's ankle. But when you're on, when you're grabbing on a slippery leg, 
It's like a goddamn fish in your hand. Yeah. You just literally can get out by turning and kicking. If you don't get that uh, ankle into your armpit, you're not taking the guy down. But in wrestling, you're like you're literally holding on to a shoe. So it's, it's like a, you're it's not a, you're not getting away. It's like it, it literally adds handle. in a grip. Yeah. I was gonna say it's it's like a pommel. You can just grab onto it. It's like well, I have you now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you've seen there are guys in wrestling and they make that their whole their whole game is yeah. low singles and just grabbing the shoe and pulling it in and shit. Aguilar's looking good. He's got speed. He does. He does. He's I can got tell. Speed in his hands. He's been working on this the speed bag, man. Not Oops. good. He's not good though. Pushing the plate away. It's not his strength. Just stop after like when you're full. <laughs> stop. <laughs> it's too much. It man. just didn't. It just didn't go well. I shouldn't even say that. Don't stop when you're full. If you're no longer hungry, <laughs> stop eating. You don't have to feel stuffed. That's not when the meal's <laughs> over. Aguilar, come on, do better. He looks like Mark Hunt, dude. No shitting. No, I mean, you're not kidding me. At breakfast, if you're like, I could keep eating. Like, don't. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> or when you go for breakfast, like, I want some pancakes. Today's sparring. I want some extra calories. Okay. <laughs> I've seen to- so many dudes do stuff like that where they're like, oh, man, uh, we have a big workout plan today, so I'm just going to eat a whole be- a whole box of spaghetti. And I'm like, oh. Let's undo it. <laughs> Kind of new to UFC. Who won first? Looked like nothing happened. It looks like Aguilar got the better of the exchanges on the feet. So Definitely. I think that Aguilar took I think the that's first a, round. That's a 10-9 for Aguilar. And I think that uh, Charles Rosa just looked uncomfortable. He looked stiff and tentative. And it looked like a lot. Of, he was leaping with a lot of his strikes rather than using his footwork to get inside. And I think you can credit a lot of that to the positioning and speed of Aguilar. Yeah. I, I previously had never heard of Aguilar, and I am very impressed this far. I was going to say, he's got tight striking. Good leg kick, though, by Rosa. It's the second time he's Oh, shit. Ooh, big hook lands for Oh, Aguilar. shit. You cannot eat many more of those, Cotton. <laughs> Especially he was moving back. He got him with... Good thing he was moving away from the punch, because that thing landed... Right on the face of Rosa. Charles needs to get this fight to the ground. This is not his forte. I don't get know. Get him up against happening. the cage. If he gets him up against the cage, he can take it to the ground. Possibly. Aguilar standing fairly narrow for an MMA fight. Oh, good head movement there by Rosa. Got out of the way of that strike there. Granted, I Aguilar threw that one from his fucking he waist. He needs to. Try to cut the octagon off. Try to try to put some more pressure on Aguilar striking and pin him against the cage. Yeah. And try to work for a takedown here. You don't, when a guy has crisp boxing like this, you don't want to box with him. I was going to say, and when you're a black belt, why would you not try to exploit your advantages? You know what I'm saying? Keep That's, going for the takedown. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Absolutely. <laughs> There's no reward for passivity. Especially, you, you need good people in your corner. Uh, part of a corner or a corner's job is to say uh, he's getting the better here, getting it better here. Try to go for this. Yeah, and that's the that's that's a great point. Um, you know, you have people in your corner, and th- there's very there's a reason why you accepted this fight. Your team sat down, you discussed the matchup, and you're like, we think that you can win this in this way. Okay, so when you're in the fight and you see that the boxing is not going well, I guarantee you before this fight, they weren't like, okay, here's what you're going to do. 
you have a black belt. You spent 10 years working on that. Forget about that. <laughs> you are going to, you're going to outbox Aguilar in this fight and you're going to win. No, 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 man. No, no, no. I guarantee Charles Rosa knows that he has a giant advantage in the grappling department, yet he's in this fight and all fights start standing. So he feels compelled to try to get the better of, a, of this boxing match and it's well, just not happening. GSP. And he needs to have that guy in his corner say, yeah. listen. You're losing this fight boxing. We think that you can win this on the ground. Here's how we think that you can get this fight to the ground. And GSP was one of the best at in camp finding a game plan and then doing training specific to that game plan. Yeah. And he would say, okay, I know that uh, this dude, we're close to even on the feet. I might get the better of the exchanges, but I know for a fact my grappling is better. Exactly. So he would actually up his, up his uh, uh, wrestling attack. Attacking training, training, getting shots, getting dudes to the mat, and then he would train his top control in his camp to a to a higher degree than the other things. I agree, and that's what got him to the dance. But then the thing that made him become a champion and stay a champion for so long is he had those people in his corner who told him when he needed to change up the game plan. His ability to adapt is why he's so one cerebral. of the best of all time. Like in the fight, if he knows that he's about evenly matched on the feet and he has an advantage in the grappling department, but something goes wrong or he tries to get the takedown and something doesn't happen, he can go back to his corner, talk with Faraz, and they say, okay, here's how we need to adjust in order to get this win. And, and he listens. He listens. They get it done. GSP. And in this fight right now, it's not Charles that, it's not that both adjust. fighters are being that active. It's just that, it's just that when they do engage... It's just that this is this is Aguilar's fight right now. This is what is happening is what Aguilar wants to happen. And you can tell he's comfortable. He's much more comfortable than Charles, that's for sure. And that's one th I feel like there are multiple ways to approach uh fighting and you see GSP does the he's more of the game plan guy and then you have Khabib where it's just like I'm going to make one of my facets exponentially better than everyone else and just force it right. upon them. Mm -hmm. Which he's the only guy who... I mean, you have Dustin Poirier who kind of does the same thing with his striking. Dustin's like, you're not going to be able to take me down and I'm going to beat the living shit out of you on the feet. Same thing with Connor. But, um, but those guys do probably more game planning than they let on. That's tough, man. That's the end of the second round there. And it's especially difficult to watch because he literally just lost to Bryce Mitchell and this is such a quick turnaround and to lose again like this holy moly dude you're going in on him no I feel bad that's what I'm saying that's 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 my point here that's my point I mean it's not like he looks god awful you know I was gonna say he just looks like he's just a step slower yeah, Maybe it looks a half like, step slower. It looks like he he's doesn't... still landing some strikes. It's just that it's leg kicks and it's yeah, leg kicks and those those are it's those are commonly not scored properly by judges all the time. So I mean, he's just not winning the fight here. You got to do something differently. I agree. Hopefully, his corner is communicating that to him right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not seeing much in this fight either to go off. Oh, you yeah. just have to go off of when they do interact. You said you're new to MMA, but that's pretty fucking accurate. I was going to say. Not a lot going on. And this is another one of the fights, though, where I'm like, both guys, it doesn't matter who wins this fight right now because I want to see more activity. It's an entertainment game at the end of the day, and if you want fans, you have to fight exciting. And to answer that question, I think Aguilar won again. Yeah. Just dictating the pace. 
landing a high percent, a higher percentage of his strikes, and the strikes that he lands are more meaningful. Holy shit! Rosa landed a good hook there. Rose is a bit all over the place with his striking, though. Just landed another hand. Oh, he ate a jab coming in. Rose is pressing forward. I think someone in his corner impressed upon him impressed, that he needs to exactly. create some emergency. Just very interesting to see how these guys are approaching the fight. Oh, okay. So you bet on Aguilar. I think Rosa stole the second stole the second round. Oh, that's it's possible. Like I said, he was definitely more active in the second round. That's interesting. I wasn't. I didn't see that. But with the, with judging, you never know. If you thought he stole it, then maybe one of the judges did too. Yeah. Also, yeah, for hundred percent, I agree. Wow. Looking here. Although the damage dealt is definitely in favor of Aguilar. Rose is definitely wearing a lot of the damage of these punches right now. His face has been bloodied. And I, and the judges definitely take that into account too. Optics certainly matter. Yeah. Especially, I think body language at the end of the fight even influences the scoring of the third round in particular. So we'll have to see here. If, if Rosa comes away looking defeated at the end of these three minutes here. Oh, wow. Oh, if he gets taken down, I was oh, about no. to say. He actually seemed like he wanted to get taken down. And I agree with him. You see how solid that rollout was? Jesus. Dude, he's a great grappler. We have to get this fight to the ground, man. <laughs> oh, big shots missed from both guys. He must have... I, I, what is blood it? from the nose of Aguilar right what, now. What camp is he from? I, I, hopefully he was like just with hoofed or something. Why, he's like just displaying striking right now. Well, right. Aguilar is bleeding. Can't really see because of his Sons of Anarchy goatee, but he's bleeding. <laughs> he's an amazing biker. He really is. Oh, good left from Rosa. Rose is looking lighter on his feet here. And he's landing some solid shots. I know. This is the best striking we've seen from him. Oh, I kind of wish this fight kick. were five rounds. Maybe they gave him that fucking secret serum over there in his corner. Dude. Like the Greg Hardy inhaler. Here, take this. Just going to say. <laughs> get him supercharged. Yeah, have you played Blitz the League, dude? <laughs> dude, Blitz the League was the shit. You could actually juice up your guys and make them. Literally give them steroids. Super in between, in between plays and shit. Oh, these guys are fucking trading. This is a dogfight here in the third round. I like that both fighters are being more active. You can tell they're starting to turn it on to see who wants it more. Two minutes remaining in the fight. I'll tell you what. If Oh, that was a great jab there from Rosa. If he keeps this striking up in the third round, maybe he could get a split decision win somehow. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're, you're a fucking monster. Good left hand by Rosa. Quick. And he's catching Aguilar now. He's moving faster. And oh, another oh, one. Aguilar's starting to slow down. Another one from Rosa. Oh, that was... Oh, big hook misses, hits the shoulder of Rosa. Aguilar's trying to... Fu oh, oh, another left hand. That left hand's coming fast from that Rosa. That left really clipped Aguilar. He did not like that clear body language. Change there. Oh, wow. Oh, Aguilar times... Perfectly timed. Times the left hand of Rosa. Oh, how about the? How about that defense, though? Yeah, Aguilar was never getting that takedown. No. Bent at the waist. 
See how well timed it was. But when you bend at the waist, you kill no power. Your ability to drive yeah. through it. Zero power. Change it. Oh, Aguilar's slow now. He's, He's sl slowing down. His boxing is much slower than we saw in the previous rounds. And we'll see what Rosa can do. That's because uh, I, obviously Aguilar's—he's—he's he's tired, right? But I think. Oh! oh, huge right hand there from Charles. Rosa just clipped Aguilar. Wow! Another another right there on the break. Right hook lands for, from Charles. This is the best round by far. Wow, Rosa looked far. really good in this round. Oh, another Landed left lands. Stunned him again. Stunned him. Stunned him again. Stunned switched him. southpaw. He switched southpaw and started was fucking that? him up. Where was that? I think Rosa got the win off of that. Rosa might have. He won that third round by so much. That one he lost to two could be a swing round, and he might have just won it with three. Dude, he looked. Where was that striking? I mean, the corner, you can tell they impressed upon submergency. Where there. was that striking? You can I, tell they got at him and were I like, am in shock. Where did that come from? We need you. To go out there. Hey, you don't knock him out. <laughs> you don't have a home. <laughs> Gave him the warrior speech at the end of the movie. Dude. He was light on his feet, switching stances, cutting the cage off. I mean, he looked great. Where did that come from, though? That was a different... Literally, if I show you that third round... I think round, it was a multitude of things. He, him impressing urgency, him switching southpaw, and uh, uh, Aguilar slowing down. Yeah, Aguilar I think you're down. right. But literally, if I showed you that third round first... Like if I super it seemed like if you just switch yeah. the third and third and first round, you watch the first round. And you're like, oh, he got tired. He got tired. He got tired. He's stiff now. Yeah, but that for was sure. the first round. But I also think they're, that uh, they they uh, they figured out something in the corner of Rosa because remember he started landing that left hand. I don't know about this. Uh, Rosa might have taken it. Aguilar slowed down. That's what we're saying, man. And he and the way I, he, I think they figured out something in the corner because you saw one punch was landing. It was the southpaw straight left or the left hook. And yeah. he kept laying over again. So it was probably a tell in his corner. And you like, saw once, once he set up that, that southpaw left straight left. Aguilar and tried to resort to wrestling and timing hook, it. That set up his right hand. That round, Charles Rosa landed two really good left uh, straight, straight rights. A lot of blood in the mouth of a Aguilar. Here, let's see here. Very good fight. It's going to be a split decision here. Ruh. Rough tattoos from uh, Aguilar. Charles wow. Rosa gets it done. Split decision. Wow. Charles Rosa gets it done. Split decision. That was because of the third round performance Very close there. fight, but Rosa gets it done. Phenomenally close Back fight. Back in the win column. Huge. That is huge. Rosa extremely happy. He should be, man. He didn't fight poorly. I know I was harsh on the guy just because I could see that he was not letting his hands go. He was tentative and stiff. And also now he just avoided, like we said, a loss is a big setback in a fighter's career. If he career. was striking like that in the third round, that if in he the took, first and second, he would have finished him. He could have finished him. We saw that that he was starting to clip Aguilar toward the end of that fight, and he had his timing down. Very, very impressive fight. That's how you. That's how you steal a fight right there. You come out in the third round and put it on him. Another I comeback apologize. for Rosa. I apologize to JD losing that paper, dude. He Agu That was Aguilar's fight to lose. So he was up. He was wow. up. Wow, I'm, I'm turning into Owen Wilson over here. Wow, he was up. Wow. Aguilar was up. Oh, yeah, no, I'm saying wow to the kick. Oh, that was a good spinning back kick. 
under Marley. underutilized underutilized move there. Yeah. Oh, very good back and forth. Here's where he clipped him, dude. Oof. In the third round, that left found a home. That left found a home. Very close fight, though. Wow. He well, he was slowly ramping up how busy he was too, which was interesting to see. Next, we have the Carl Robertson versus Martin Vittori fight. Now, Vittori, it's important to note that Vittori, uh, he actually lost a very close split decision to Israel Adesanya, the now champ. And a lot of people think he won that fight, including him. He's positive he won. There's Robertson. Can we show them that? He missed weight. Yeah, what What? what do you want me to show them? Uh, the pick of him there when he missed the weight. So this is Carl Robertson at 190. It's the one with the red placard. Yeah, Here. I believe that's the one. Yeah. So this is Carl Robertson. He weighed in at 190.4, over four and a half pounds for his weight class. Just it That's sucks. significant that's for those huge, of you who man. are unaware. Which means he didn't do the really hard part of the cut. The final f- f- six, five to six pounds is brutal. And if you save yourself that, man... You're going to have more energy. You just are. And it's... Um, You're going to be heavier in it's there, It's a really low-class move. It's not It's not what you like to see. Because it puts... Just not, poor sportsmanship. Not only that, it really puts Martin Vittori in a fucked-up position. Because now he has a choice to fight you, and Dude. you might have more energy than him. Because if he doesn't fight you, then the promotion's mad at him. Yeah. Because you didn't do your job. Now they're mad at him if he declines to fight you. I'm really happy for Charles Rose. That's a huge win. He would have been in a tough spot there if he lost two in a row. That's what I said. I think, was that Aguilar's first fight in the UFC? That would have been a... Really? It might have been. That would have been a rough one to lose. I did not know that. If that's the case, then that would have been terrible. That's what I'm saying. Let's see. Oh, no. He's fought before in the UFC. He... His fights in the UFC, uh, he beat Enrique Barzola, the Ultimate Fighter uh, South America winner. Which was actually kind of crazy. But then he lost to Dan Ige. Dan Ige's a badass. Uh, Zubaria Tukarov. And then he just lost to Charles Rosa. So he is 1-3 in the UFC. Wow. Three losses in a row. It's tough. That sucks, dude. I'm so sorry. And I think they were... A lot of them were decisions. No, he, he got KO'd by Zubaria Tukarov. But he took uh, Dan Igee to a decision in 2019. Dan 50K Igee. Or Ige? I think it's Igee. I think it's Igee. How crazy is it that his name is six letters, first and last? <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> That's nice. always blown my mind. I'm like, what, what the fuck? They really could fit his full name on a jersey. You know when he walks out, then. Who do you think comes off retirement first, Connor or Triple C? Connor, for sure. I hope Triple C does actually, though. If they give Triple C, do you guys think the main of main event is worth being a main event? No, absolutely not. We, that's what we were saying when when Jessica I is your big. That's like your big catch, and that's and that's why six people are watching. It's just going to say fight, this fight card because it's the it's the. It's just not a very attractive card from the outside. Not a lot of big names. Martin Vittori is the big, biggest name on this fight card. Yeah, no shit. And he's ranked... And he's famous in, like, a village in Italy. Yeah, he's ranked, like, 14th. 
it's just not it's not what you want to see. And it's it's frustrating too because I don't want to. They're very talented and fighters. I feel bad on this card. for Jessica. I dude, every time I follow her on Twitter, and she doesn't follow me back. So sad. I, bet, I guarantee. I, yeah. And every time I see her, I think of her getting slept by Shevchenko. <sighs> it's hard not to. And man. I'm like, oh, she got her ass knocked. Out. Like it was so. I violent. told you, if I was a fighter and I get two of those knockouts on my record, dude. I'm thinking seriously about retirement. Oh, no sweat, Land, uh, Landis. Glad you tuned in, man. Yeah. Glad to have you here. You know what I'm saying, though? If you get two stone-cold knockout losses, uh, at least for me, maybe I'm maybe I'm some, some weakling, but that's serious retirement talks. Yeah, man. That's a lot of brain trauma. I, dude, I, I, my head hits the mat in training, and I'm like, oh, no. Exactly. I'm like, <sighs> Now I'm having trouble reading. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything I'm like, oh, it's coming. People you mean having dementia. more trouble. More trouble reading. More tree. I was going to say, more trouble than I already do. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm but, excited for this fight, though. This is literally, this literally should be the main event. It actually should. I want to see Vittori get a big first-round stoppage. I just think it's not as consequential regard, like in regards to the, the movement of a... Their respective divisions. Yeah, I agree. Not a lot of big names, but some entertaining fights. Oh, yeah. But when you lack fights. the big names, you won't have the allure, even to the hardcore fans. And that's why the like Cameron and I are watching it. And then like S- Steven's watching it. <laughs> I think all the people like in this watch party, people. all the people in the watch party are the are the people watching the fight. We are the total audience. You know, you're not going to get uh, B-Shab and Joe Rogan in the studio Yeah, no. to watch the vaunted Jessica I throw down with Cynthia Calvillo. Martin Vittori, though, is an exciting fighter, though. Definitely. I- I've liked him since I saw him fight Israel. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. He He's gave Israel all fight. he could handle. That was Israel's, other than the Gastelum fight, most compromising fight of his career. See, the thing is, Robertson is very powerful, and he's a very skilled guy. I was a fan of his. It sucks. I can't stand when people miss weight like that, though, man. It makes, oh, I can't be his fan now, and it's it's it sucks for me because you're robbing me of being your fan. It's the same thing, like I say, with John Jones. In this Jones. matchup, anyway, though, I could root for him again. Again, yeah, if he makes weight, just like with Calvin. Calvin, Gotta it's like, weight. motherfucker. Every time Calvin misses, you're like, son of a bitch. How can I root for you, man? You make you it hard. Make same thing with Jessica I. Yeah, especially no when Jessica I talks shit to fighters who miss weight, and then she herself misses weight twice. It's like, okay, stones in a glass house. Stones in a glass house. Yeah, now there's going to be a draft. You shattered it, <laughs> dude. What the fuck, man? It's it's rough. We it's Apex. Is, see, that's the thing that kills me, right? They set this up. Yeah. To deal with all of the coronavirus business, and it's still a better promotion than almost than all of the other MMA promotions. Like this is a better show than all the Bellators. Coke to Pepsi, dude. Coke to Pepsi. It's, it's not even Coke better. to Pepsi. It's like Coke to Doctor Pib. I was about to say some Coke people to Sam's can chalk Cola. that up to preference. When I, I used to drink soda, like way back when, I preferred Pepsi. Yeah, it's just a preference. I think that says but something I about fully, you. It may. <laughs> but I fully admit that that, that that I was in the minority, you know? Yeah. Well, that's one thing that people rarely do. They Even if they think they're right in the argument, they won't recognize that that is the minority camp. Right. Or I'll just state it like fact, like Pepsi's better, even though I know that that's something that's highly contentious. Yeah. 
Vittori making his way to the octagon. Second highest striking defense? Holy shit, I was actually unaware of that. Coming off, who were his last two wins? What? He's fought twice? Yeah, M Martin Vittori's coming off back-to-back -back wins. So his last two fights, oh my god, he said right so many here. canceled bouts. Andrew Sanchez and Cesar Ferreira. Oh, Andrew Sanchez is a bad motherfucker, dude. He's uh, one of the winners of the Ultimate Fighter. That's kind of devastating. I liked Andrew Sanchez on the Ultimate Fighter. Sucks. I'd like to see Vittori get it done here. You can't miss weight, man. Let's look at Andrew Sanchez's fight record. Okay, so he fought once in 2018, didn't fight in 20... Or had one fight in 2019, lo a loss to Vittori. Fuck. Pretty sensational. Wow. If we're doing MMA math, Carl Robertson's already lost to Cesar Ferreira. Is that a common opponent they both have? Yeah. Oh, let's go. You know, I'm excited. I Hopefully we'll see a good fight. Uh... Robertson looking thick, looking like he didn't have to cut weight. Frustrated I was already. About to say, I didn't know where you're boiling. going with that because he's clearly jacked. Blood boiling. But <laughs> this guy did not cut weight. He he did not. He does not look sucked up at all, dude. He looks like a guy who's literally in peak training. Like he's peak training. He's not drained at all. He didn't just have to suck his body down. Didn't have to deplete it. Not dehydrated. And that that is um, displeasing. <laughs> he just had the cut man hook him up with some Vaseline for his lips. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, probably, I guarantee there's a draft. You see how big that building is? I'd be getting fucking chapped lips too. Dude, I don't, I don't go anywhere without chapstick. Yeah, but that's because you're a chick. It's not flavored. You're like, you're like, here, I got these, this Burt's Bees. I said chapstick. You, you rub it, you rub it on your finger and rub it on. I, <laughs> I said <laughs> you have one of those little egg pods you carry. No, whoa. And you do one of these. If I see a guy with one of those. Can't be my friend. No way. Can't be my friend. Lose my number. Hardcore gender norms on this show. <laughs> <laughs> chapstick is it's, not for men. Chapstick is. It Lip is. balm is not. Lip wow. balm is not. Very, very restrictive of you. No, there's uh, certain for me, rules. For me. It can't be flavored. Oh, okay. It can't have sparkles in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like how shiny it makes my lips. I'm like, even this is... This you is get kinda, mad at that? You're yeah. like, fuck. I wish bitch. there was a matte lipstick. Like clear. Exactly. Matte lipstick. <laughs> Not lipstick. <laughs> lip, lip... I almost said lip bomb. Lip, Chapstick, chapstick, bitch. <laughs> chapstick, bitch. <laughs> Figured it out. Finally. Maybe maybe lipstick if it were like complexion. <laughs> <laughs> if people couldn't tell I was wearing if it, I could match it. Then it would be fine. Before this co-main event gets kicked off, I'll be right back. Get twice. Yes. Let them know who your pick is for this one. I mean, it's a, it's an incredibly close fight. Honestly, I could see it going either way. I hope Marvin Vittori gets it done simply because Roberson missed weight, and that's so tough, man. We I, we've echoed this stat so many times. And I think there have only been three or four exceptions since we've started keeping track a long time ago. That, that's my metric. A long time ago. But it's like 90, upwards of 90% of the people who miss weight end up winning the fight. And that's just terrible to me. We, we, we say this all the time. But wins matter. It's the UFC. They dictate how much money you earn when you renegotiate your contract and the kind of matchups you have available to you. So it's basically cheating. It's basically cheating. Sure, you make less money if you miss weight, and it, you can eventually uh, have some professional repercussions because of it, but, dude, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's not right. 
It's unprofessional. There's a, there's a, there's a deadline. You got to be a certain weight at a certain time and you didn't do it. Uh, so I, I'm going for Vittori for that reason. The first round is underway here, 444, 43, 42, 41, for those of you who want to sync up with us here. Um, they're filling each other out in the center of the octagon now. Both rather flat-footed. A lot of feints from Vittori early on. Not surprised to see that from a... We are underway. I used to think Dern did it as a strategy, dude. Legit, some though. some people do, and uh, well, at least Jeremy can, Stevens. At least it can feel that way because you have, like we said, you have your whole team with you the entire time. So if they can tell that you're not going to make it, or if you do make it, you're going to nearly die and probably lose the fight anyway because you're so drained. They'll be like, "Look, some fighters do do that. We've seen Jeremy Stevens yeah. do that in the past. They'll be like, cut off a cut. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Take the take the income hit." Give up part of your purse and, get and just the win. get go, fight for the win. Go into the fight um, without having cut. Jeremy Stevens, Dennis Bermudez is probably the biggest example. Not a fan I hate of it. it. You can't be. You know it's tough. It sucks, man. And it's a shame Vittori's because he's fainting a lot. Yeah. Did you did you hear me say that? I said. Is it cool that I'm we copying? Know, it's you. cool that we notice the same things. I like seeing the fainting a lot. You got a dangerous guy in there, Carl Robertson. Now that he hasn't cut weight, he looks fresh. <laughs> fresh to death. Super explosive, man. Super explosive. Like I said, we cut more weight watching this and being animated Vittori, than Robertson. though, does have better wrestling than Robertson. Whoa! Now Vittori's, Vittori's cool. He doesn't have control. Good scrambling there from Vittori. And reshot from Vittori. Immediate wow. reshot from Vittori. Good butterfly guard there from Roberson. Good Solid grappling there from Martin Vittori, though. I I am always super impressed when I see a solid reshot. And he stayed so composed when Roberson got his back there in transition. I'm Robertson shocked that didn't Roberts, lock it down, I'm shocked though. that Roberson hasn't been able to get up yet. Vittori, well, when they're that Vittori figure fouring that single leg, he's got a. I love seeing it. I love top control MMA. Let's go, dude. Vittori looking strong here on the ground, and for a guy who cut weight, well, he's how always, tall is he? He is. He's a big boy. He's always looked really strong. We've known this. He's a very. He's a very strong guy. That's what gave Israel Adesanya trouble. Yeah, in the grappling. Oh, he's got the neck. He's got the neck oh, that's under the chin. It. That's under the chin. He needs to slide that left knee into the armpit. He's oh, he, got it. Robertson's in trouble here. Don't let go oh, of it. Don't let go of it. The explosion. Great scramble from Robertson. That literally wow. saved. That literally that saved, saved his him. life. That literally if saved Vittori him. would have gotten on top of him there. Vittori Reshot. still got the neck. Vittori still got the neck. Whoa! Robertson kicking off the cage. Double donkey kick off the cage to escape the standing guillotine. That's insane. That was cool. I don't think I've ever seen that. Also, Robertson with the reshot. No, another, another reshot. This is, dude. Okay, <laughs> this is the equivalent of Andre Olowski, Travis Brown, but with grappling. Let's go! Oh, oh! Vittori raining oh, down shots. It. They're gonna stop it. He's raining down shots here on Robertson. Ooh, I might, I might stop this soon if I'm the ref. Oh, you gotta move. You gotta move. Robertson is defending. Vittori has to be careful now. He's picking his shots. He's slowing down. Dan Mergliot is getting awfully close. Oh, wow. Vittori's right wrenching. on the neck again. He's wrenching. Vittori jumped on the neck again. He wants this guillotine. Dude, I can't believe that Roberts. Oh, dude. This is much more close. You got to move. Stopped. You got to move. 
He's going to stop this. Let's see if Robertson takes the easy way out. Oh, it's under the chin, I think. Is it under the chin? Vittori's got that chick. It's under the chin. That's under the chin. That's that's about to tap. That's done. Wow! Martin Vittori! Marvin, I think his name is, right? Is it Martin? Martin. It's It's Marvin. Marvin. It's Marvin. No way. It's Marvin. Is it Marvin? It's Marvin. Fuck! I've been calling him Martin this whole time. Marvin (laughs) Vittori! Ran through him. Ran through him. Wow! Throw him to the wolves. Wow. He's ready. Dude. Oh, he's crazy. He looked sensational. The grappling from both guys was super impressive. By the way, can I say how impressed I am from Robertson? You know how many guys in that standing guillotine get submitted? Oh, yeah. Nine out of ten. For Robertson to double donkey kick off the cage. They don't teach you that at MMA gyms. No, that's instinctual, (laughs) dude. I'm telling you, I guarantee he was like, my fighting instinct tells me. Dude. Adaptive 619. Like, dude, that is some WWE shit. Too many T's, yeah. Martin Vittori. Martin But Marvin Vittori, and then as soon as he gets the reach, reach out, the reach out. Martin Marvin takes him down. Then Robertson reshots and dude, I would be. Marvin gets up and reshots again. I would have been annoyed if I were Robertson because Marvin was glued to him the whole time. It's like he's sprawled, no still touching me. You saw touching me. Robertson was up like as soon as Vittori got up immediately into the shot. Already shooting. That's high-level shit. That is high-level shit right there. And I'm telling you, that is stuff And when that, you're like that, not every shot even has to be executed or entered perfectly. Because they're surprised. Because there's no, there's no space. And there's no space. There's no space. And that kind of pressure, you have to be continuously defending the takedown when, that, when your opponent's yeah. pressuring you like that. And you, there are two things fighters do when the guy's getting up. They get ready for the guy to zerg at them with punches, which means hands are up. Or they're getting a breath themselves and they're breathing. You're up either way. So either way, you're up. You're not down, ready to defend a takedown. No. So if you go right into it, it works so often. So often. But Unle- it's not done that much. It's not done that much because so, it's hard. And that's why we get so hype when we see it. No, because it's hard. Because anyone who knows about anything about wrestling, when you first start learning wrestling, it does, none of it feels natural. Yeah, no. It's rare that you have a guy and it's like, well, I, I, know, I feel natural get, sliding onto my knee. And I feel natural shooting my head into his stomach. I feel natural reshotting immediately after I get shot on. It's it's instincts that are programmed through drilling. And Vittori showed that. It's just it's I get pumped whenever I see high level grappling from both. Not only guys. that, but I'm impressed in so many different areas there. His wrestling looked great. He was jumping he was and going fainting. for those. He was fainting on the feet initially. I said to that stop as soon Robertson as, from walking with the striking. As soon as the fight started, I'm like, wow, Vittori's fainting a lot, and it's gonna and, st- which I like to see. And it's going to stop Robertson from pulling the trigger because you don't know if the guy's about to slip and then throw slip a and bomb. answer back. Exactly. And then once they... So he, he was doing great on the feet, fainting. He was great continuously shooting. That was great to see. He was really fast on the reshots. He, he was, actually, remember Robertson defended the first takedown. It was chain wrestling too. Yeah. And he defended the first takedown, transitioned, almost took Victoria's back. Victoria scrambled. And as they were getting back up to their feet after the scramble, he never gave him any room to breathe. So many fighters freak out when their back is slightly taken in transition. Because you can kind of feel it. If yeah. you've grappled before, you can feel it. If your back is, is being exposed and you feel like it could be taken, you kind of like... There's a panic. I don't. Yeah, there's a little panic. That's where the best like, way to describe where it. Where you know you're, you're like, not in a good my, position. My back is a little exposed here. But he was just cool as a cucumber. Adjust. I'm out. out. Wow. And you could tell, you know, he clearly... And this is a guy... 
It was nice to see him stay composed, and he used that anger uh, to fuel him for the fight. Calculated. Very calculated. So many guys, when they're angry at a guy, will use it, and they'll make him stray from the game plan. Vittori picked where the fight took place. And, and it was very apparent finish. that he was hunting for the finish. Everywhere. Like we said. Everywhere. Okay, put on the Charles Rosa fight. Put on that fight with Aguilar. Did either of those guys look like they were like, this fight is getting finished. We're not going to the judges. No. And that's a problem I have with a lot of fighters in the UFC. If you want fans, if you want fans, this is something Justin Gaethje understood since day one when he was in World Series of Fighting. You want fans, right? Because fans equal money. Why are you fighting to win a decision? Mizugaki fought to win decisions. He had no fans. I mean, Hardcore's knew Mizugaki was like a solid fighter, but he did not have fans. What? Was that fan? double donkey kick. That double kick. donkey kick is insane. That double donkey kick is one of the tightest techniques I've ever seen used. Very cool scramble. Very cool scramble. Robertson will be back, and I hope he makes weight so I can be... So I can root for him in his Because I like fight. the guy. Yeah. I like the guy. I told you... I followed him since Dan White's Contender Series. I get no pleasure from not liking them, him. And it's not, that I, it's not that I don't like him. I just don't like that he didn't make weight. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't like him in that fight. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to reform in that fight. Vittori looks like he just had a very cathartic experience. Re- super relieved. I mean, how can you not be? When you have a guy who... It definitely, when your opponent misses weight and like pulls out of the fight on you once... It does fuck with your mind. It really does. Oh, definitely. I'll be rooting for Vittori in his next fight for sure on a three-fight win streak now. And he looked great. Looks slick, bro. Because Robertson is no chump. No, he's he's the real deal. He's powerful, man. He can stop the fight anywhere. God damn. 11 first-round finishes. Fight to finish fights. It's what Joe Lozon understood. It's what Justin Gaethje understood. It's what, it's what a lot of guys who have a lot of fans do. When it gets okay, I understand you don't want to lose at the regional level. I get that. You don't want to lose in your first pro fights. Fight to win. When you get to the UFC, you fight like your hair is on fire. Or if you get to a UFC, you feeder. can fight to win in an entertaining fashion. Well, no. Also, I'm saying if you fight in um, that's what I'm saying. Fight to win like that, where you're constantly trying to finish the guy. That doesn't mean wing bombs and take a bunch of punishment. Yeah. It means everything is with lethal intention. Everything Vittori did, he was like, I'm going for the neck. And like he's torquing with his hips, trying to... Everything he's doing, he's trying to put himself one step closer to win. He's not just haphazardly trying to throw a darts in. He's, I'm trying to wrench your head off. And then, oh, we're transitioning. I'm throwing a bunch of strikes. Do, don't do that, right? If you, like, let's say you just want to fight to win. You want to play safe when you're at the locals and regionals. But then when you get into, like, a UFC feeder, like the World Series of Fighting, or you get into the UFC... Fight to be exciting. Fight to be exciting and win. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not with the exciting, you're never going to get pulled up from World Series of Fighting to the UFC. And then if you are, and then if you're not exciting when you get to the UFC, you'll be out after two losses. That's that's all I'm saying. If you have exciting fights, they'll keep you around even if you have a couple of losses. Lando Venata has gotten slept several times, but he loses exciting. That's a great example. And he, you know, I guarantee they renewed his contract for like eight more fights. Because why wouldn't you? When Lando Venata's on the card, I'm excited. I want to watch because uh, so it's true. explosive, dude. Either he's getting bopped or he is doing the bopping. And that's what we want to see from fighters. That's what we want to see. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing because he, he he's a high level technician too. It's not like he's going in there and it, it's some it's some uh, like backyard fight. 
and these guys are just winging on each other. These are really te- technical strikers. He just takes the risks, though. So you know, it's like we that, say all the time: that coin. You got to flip the coin if you want those exciting fights. The fights are the fights where it's not as exciting are like the perfect example. Neil Magny's last fight. Both guys didn't want to flip the coin until the third round, where Neil took the fight. But Neil did not gain a lot of fans in that fight because of the first two rounds he was overly tentative. Mm. It's just how it is. He won the fight, and good shit to him for turning on the third and taking it to whoever he was fighting. Oh, it was um, uh, Rocco Martin. He fought Anthony Rocco Martin. And he turned it on the third round, and he won that fight. That's awesome. But if you wanted to gain the fans, take it to him the whole time. Colby Covington, great example. His style that started gaining him fans was he never stopped throwing strikes and attacking the wrestling. He's constantly moving forward. You know, That's the best style, too, if you want to win. I've said that for years, especially as soon as you go 155 and up at the lower weights, the guys are very shifty and they can, they can kind of handle, like handle the pressure. They can run you, a guy at 135 and 145, they can run for quite a long time mm-hmm. without getting tired. But when you go 155, 170 and higher, those guys, they slow down when you start wrestling them. And we've seen that with Kamaru Usman. He's been devastating with that style. He comes forward, hits you with a solid one and two. He knows the timing. He And he said, I can do pretty stuff in training, but I know I can hit my one, two, three, and four all fucking day with leg kicks. He throws body kicks. He throws high kicks. He lands all those regularly. And he's constantly moving forward and throwing you off balance. You don't know if he's coming to take you down or he's coming to finish you. Granted, he's only finished Colby and Shimon Shimon Mohais. And I don't even think he would have finished Colby if he hadn't broken his jaw. And Mark, not Goddard, had stopped it. That was It was fast. <laughs> it was fast. Granted, they were in a war, so he's protecting him. I get it, though. I get both sides. They got to make that fight again, though, huh? Colby's on a man on a fucking island, though, dude. Got kicked out of his gym. All of his friends are turning on him. Granted, so you, you, he put himself on an island to gain say, popularity. You kind of talked yourself into that hole. And there's a way to do the heel thing, like uh, like Chael Sonnen, where everyone's like, okay. Well, I, they also kind of ruined Colby's heel thing because they keep pulling the curtain back and fourth-walling him, and I really don't like that. Just let the guy be a heel if he wants to be a heel. You it's know? true. Yeah, it's a legitimate tactic. You know, And we don't have a lot of them in the UFC, too, so Chael it's a good way to differentiate one. yourself. Chael was our last one and McGregor was in the beginning but he was so fucking he's, he's an individual really I was gonna say well he was so he was so like it, the Mystic Max shit got everyone on his side yeah and then he punched old men so now he's kind of a neutral guy <laughs> exactly where he's just a super exciting fighter that everyone wants to see fight mm-hmm. win or lose he is a loose cannon. All these fighters, it's it's just not uncommon for them to have super loose inhibitions. Well, they're spontaneous guys. Yeah. That's what makes them so good, though. You know, fighting is instincts. The minute you're reacting, you're it's, a second it's slower. definitely instinctual, yeah. I mean, the minute you're you're thinking, the minute you're processing, you're you're too slow. You lose. Brendan Chubb talked about that's why he lost a lot of his UFC fights. He would be thinking instead of reacting. Yeah. And the minute you start thinking, you're fucked. It's all reactions. It's all instincts. It's all you're 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 spontaneous. Just going, 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 going. And he said his best fights were the fights like the Gonzaga fight, where everything was programmed like a machine, and he didn't have to think about throwing the leg kick. It was just already coming out. Yeah. Watching uh, Jessica I and Cynthia Calvillo warm up here in the back. 
Oh yeah, I just remembered the Vittori fight was the co-main. Yeah. I did not expect Vittori to get him out of there that fast. Holy shit. I guarantee for a fight or two, that must suck. One thing I hate, especially if you're doing like tournaments for grappling, is that matches end super quickly. And a lot you're not, of waiting. You're, and then you're all of a sudden you're expected to perform and it's like, well, I was going to warm up, but uh, their match ended in two seconds, so... Now I guess I'll just do some jumping jacks real quick. Yeah, no kidding. It's tough to it, yeah, exa- it's tough to time when you're supposed to be ready. Exactly. You're like, should I just and stay going warm in super or? cold, you just feel terrible. <laughs> I'd rather go in like boxing where you're. I'm sweating. I'm super slick by the time I get there. You do not. I've, uh, at least from what I see, you don't want to be super cold. I'd Definitely you'd re- not. You'd rather. I'd actually rather sacrifice ten percent of my gas tank and be fully warm and like ready to explode and go definitely and i feel like uh, a lot of fighters and they have to kind of toe that line dude let's get the fucking ship show on the road commercial after it's, commercial it's brutal dude trying to make up that live gate by showing these goddamn <laughs> bowling branch commercials bro bowling branch microsoft teams i'm not using teams i'm not using teams bro i downloaded zoom i have hangouts I i'm have not Skype. using teams teams is like my eighth choice there are so many it's apps to do a better choice. it's not even on my fucking radar <laughs> you're like i and i'm gonna go out of my way to not buy bowling branch yeah, I told you that. If I see an ad too many times... Although I'm glad you're supporting the UFC. If I Damn see it. an ad too many times, it pisses me off, and I go out of my way not to buy their shit. Oh, my God. These Toyota Tire commercials are great, though. I thought I actually like them, because they pay fighters, too. Yeah, that's why I like them. I was just about to say that. Toyota Tires takes care of fighters. Holy shit, Forrest Griffin still doing the damn thing. How about, Forrest, the, how about the fact that Dominic Reyes is uh, going bald? Dude, I think what's crazier is the fact that Dominic Reyes is the light heavyweight champion of the world. It's nutty, right? It's crazy. And I love how John Jones doesn't dare utter his fucking name. Because you lost the first three rounds He is so... He immediately went, it's time to go up to heavyweight. Yeah, because you or, or he was objectively like, lost and he the said, first three rounds. He said three times Jan is next, and I'm like, are we not going to pretend that was such a fucking close fight? Are we going to pretend... Are you going to seriously act like Dominic, been there, done that, conquered that hill? No, you didn't. You didn't. You won the last two. Good shit to you. You keep your belt. Because the MMA scoring system is flawed. <laughs> I was going to say, it's because flawed. it's broken. It's broken. <laughs> I'm telling you right now that if it were boxing, no, boxing is corrupt too. I was going to say. I saw Triple G Canelo won. Dominic Reyes might have won. Robbery. He, Dominic Reyes might have won if it were boxing, and then somebody would have fucking killed him. Yeah, I guarantee it. Boxing, I'd put nothing past boxing. They have no guys way. plaster gloves. They have guys... Jerome Big Baby Miller was caught doing like five different PEDs and lost his fight. It, it's corrupt. Not even because of the PEDs, but because of the the, the dealings, the the CD dealings. And behind so many the, promoters. There's a treasure trove of tragic movies that need yeah. to be made about boxing promoters fucking people out of money. At least Dana tells you, "I'm going to pay you a set rate, and that's low, <laughs> and you're going to deal with Listen it." Listen here, you're not going to get rich from this fight. But the, it sounds terrible, and I know it sounds terrible, and I get that fighters get fucked sometimes, but if you suckle at the teat of daddy and you get cozy to the company, they take better care of you, a la Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen had some pretty key losses, but he always got great matchups because he was a company man through and through. 
He was like, whatever I can do to raise the UFC numbers and my numbers. Yeah, I think a lot of people need to focus much more on brand development. They should they should each have their own podcasts or work on making appearances all the time. Uncle Chael. They should be streaming. Uh, I think if you're if you're if Sugar you're not, Sean had a hilarious stream. Yeah, sorry. No, no, I'm just saying if you're if you're not into video games, then I think it'd be worth getting into them if you're a professional fighter and streaming. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse made a lot of money on the Mighty side Mouse streaming. Mighty Mouse now can retire and just be a Twitch streamer if that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Because it worked. But I'll tell you this much. I um, Sugar Sean had a video on his YouTube channel. He plays UFC 3. And he plays as himself, himself online. And this guy picked Cody, and the guy didn't know he's playing against Sean O'Malley. And he was like, oh, yeah, have you heard them talking trash on the meeting? He's like, who do you think would win? And the guy was like, I think Sean, I think he's more cerebral. And he's like, good pick. You got it right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy originally, like, he saw, like, Sean Malley YT as the username. He's like, dude, are you Sean Malley? And he's like, yeah, bro. And he's like, holy shit. Wow, that'd be nutty running across Sean O'Malley like that. Especially, how I've always said that if you're in a video game, if I'm in a video game, you think I'm not going to buy it and play as myself all the fucking time? I hate NFL players, and I didn't like when Mighty Mouse said this. Mighty Mouse was like, why would I play the UFC game? He's like, if I wanted to play the UFC game, I'd call up Matt Hume, and I'd go, go to, to his the gym. gym. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I hear that, Mighty Mouse, but you're on TV. It's totally different. It's, it's like I'm on a game, okay? It's like I'm on TV. I'm going to go watch it Yeah, because I'm a narcissist. Right. That's why I have a podcast. I was going to say. Clearly, you have to be a little... Do you think that camera doesn't walk around with the, the episodes playing? Like, oh, that was a great point. I'm like Kanye. That was a great I'm point. Genuinely, that was a funny joke. I and it's his own fucking points and his own jokes. I constantly get high off my own supply. Yeah. And it's a problem. But just guy coming in at a thick 126.25 pounds... Bullshit. Against Cynthia Calvillo. We have two weight missers. And guess what? <laughs> now, I like Carl Robertson. I don't like Jessica I. Two disappointments. So, guess if you can guess, I'm really rooting for Cynthia Calvillo. I feel sympathy for Jessica I losing to Valentina Shevchenko, but she's technically not on the level of her. That's true. Like, nowhere close. It's true. Like, when they made that fight, you were, you were sitting there when they made the fight, and I'm like, really? Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> or we knew what was going to happen. That was an execution. They were like, okay. So, Valentin Shevchenko, who has some of the cleanest technique in women's MMA, you put her up against Jess Guy, a brawler. Yeah, because she got picked apart. I like Cynthia Calvillo's fight style. We're, we're going to have to see how this is going to go down. Oh, Caitlin Chikugian. Is that how you pronounce it? Chikugian? Yeah. Blonde fighter on Twitter and Instagram. She's tweeting about the fights. Kavia with the upset? I, I hope so. so. I think I so. Think, I hope she's strong on the ground and submits her. I, I would think so. It'd be even crazier if she gets like a first round submission, dude, after the Vittori fight. That'd, That'd be, be spectacular. I'd love to see it. I've said for years, I'll say it again, uh, grappling is the most important thing in MMA. Oh, for sure, dude. I'm telling you, it's the way to go. It's the most important thing because if you're a great grappler and a great striker, guess what? You don't have to grapple. You don't have to grapple. If you have skills enough to keep it standing, you don't have to. You can just decide not to, like Dustin Poirier, unless you're fighting Khabib. Uh, with Dustin Poirier, when he's up against other guys, it's like, what are you going to do? Wrestle him? He is one of the best sprawls in the UFC. It's like Robbie Lawler. He'll just turn horizontal and lay on you. Where's this fight going to go? He's, he's set wherever it goes. And it, he's got... 
incredibly underrated jujitsu. Super underrated. I've seen clips of him grappling at the gi- at the gym, and it's like he submitted Max Hol- Holloway in a mounted triangle. He's slick, bro. Slick, like genuinely. So if you have that good grappling base, you you're the master of your own destiny. And we've seen that time and time again. There was kind of an ebb and flow for a while there where you saw originally when the UFC first started wrestlers, that was like the coup de gras. Yeah. And then you saw people found out about this little thing called Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Right. And it, uh, everything changed uh, and everything changed. It kind of fucked, fucked shit up, especially when guys who learned Jiu Jitsu also learned how to strike. That's Yikes. that's when the wrestlers really had trouble because they were getting fucked up on the feet and then they were taking they the dudes down and getting submitted. submitted. Yeah. Where you saw you've seen all those guys just muscular wrestlers taking a dude down and going, "Oh no." Yeah. What I, have I, I done? Have made a serious error. And I know anyone who goes from wrestling to jiu-jitsu, like we ha- we did we've done a little bit of training, not a lot. But when you go into jiu-jitsu, you get taken down by people who actually know what they're doing on the ground and you're like, "Oh, what have I done? I'm trapped now." And I'm going to get submitted. And you do. Yeah. It's dangerous. Oh, thanks. Appreciate the uh, support there. We have just guy walking out to the cage right now. But we still have you guys uh, engaged here. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube bucket of wind and follow us on iTunes and everything. It really helps us out. Yeah. And if you want to hear us talk about all things not fighting, we have a comedy podcast we do every week, Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, on our YouTube channel and on iTunes. So definitely go get give that a listen. It's really just dick jokes about other stuff. I was going to say. It's, it's pretty <laughs> much what this is, sans the punching and kicking. Sometimes with the punching and kicking. I was about to say. So there's some punching and kicking on just there. Just not professional fighters. Yeah, I was going to say. Jessica I, though. She looks good, healthy, thick. <laughs> looks like she didn't lose a, a pound extra. Didn't miss a meal. Did not miss a meal. Oh, she's got the striation. She's got veins popping out of the biceps, though. Did some strength and conditioning. Yeah, not a lot of cutting weight, though. <laughs> well, th- that's one thing Dan Hardy was talking about. He was like, fighters... You definitely fighters are not in as good of shape as they should be right now, just because no gyms are open, at least at the time when all this stuff first started breaking. So you had a bunch of fighters who were not looking in peak form. No love for Periscope. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Frenchie on Periscope. Major love for Periscope. Be sure to follow on Twitter and whatever, yeah. whatever the fuck button you click on Periscope, click it. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say, I think it's us on Periscope and then just girls complaining about their boyfriends on the oh, live. Oh, yeah. I, guys, I just had to go live. You will not believe what Toby said. Makeup tutorials and shit. Hey, if he gets his <laughs> followers, I'll put some shit on you. Don't, dude. I would put not do it. Put some eyeliner on your ass, I would man. not do it. You see those guys some, who... Some lip balm on their, you. Their girlfriend is a makeup influencer, so they do those like, I did my boyfriend's makeup vids. Oh and all God. of them have a million views. And I'm like, come on, guys. This is the death of culture. Culture's dead, everybody. But I don't we blame them it. too much when like... We have their videos and they get a, a million views. Fine. If the whatever. audience is there. But then you just turn on TV and you see fucking Chris Pratt lip syncing on Jimmy Fallon show. And you're like, oh, this is this is yeah. entertainment. Lip syncing to popular songs. This is, this is talent. Famous people lip syncing to popular songs. These people are not worth your time. <laughs> I agree. But Jessica and Cynthia Calvillo are in the 
Apex about to throw down. Cynthia Calvillo, didn't she start doing MMA to lose weight? No, like you like a, say that all women who was who that? Do was this that Beth Cohea? <laughs> yeah, that was Beth Cohea. I think Cynthia Calvillo was like a. I think she actually was. I'm gonna look how she got into it. I think she was like dude, a dude. What? It's a funny bit. <laughs> it's a funny bit you do. Every single woman who fights, didn't she get into this to lose weight? <laughs> it's she I'm, did. She did get into it to lose weight. <laughs> it's because I'm a bad guy. Well, she looks great. Mission accomplished. I was going to say, she did it. She lost the weight. There's some female fighters where I'm like, she's not done yet. Oh, God. Still got some weight to lose. Yeah, dude. Betch Cohea. Betch Cohea is up she, there. She Apparently, thick. Jessica I. She gets thick in the office. Still had a 0.26 pounds to lose. What the fuck? So bad. And then she, I love how like, she talks shit. Oh, I feel bad for Jessica I now. Now I'm rooting for her. I feel bad. I told you. Ah, she just has a face that says, I got knocked out by Valentina Shevchenko. Every time I look at her, I see it, and I feel Valentina, awful. though, is such a bad bitch. I've told you she's so underrated in, in terms of hottest UFC fighters. I don't see that. Dude, have you I, seen? Okay, pull up her Instagram. I don't want to. Yeah, we're doing it. All right. Yeah. I think it's like Valentina Bullet or something like that. It's something metal as shit. Of course it is. Yeah. Bullet, Bullet Valentina. Valentina. Jesus. I was going to say, she like really knows how to style. Okay. Does she not? Am I alone in this? Yes. You're, you're terrible. All right. Now let's check. She's in good shape. All right. Now let's check out Rachel Ostovich. I'm with you there, brother. I was going to say, we'll look that up before this main event gets underway because we're pigs. I'm not a pig. She posted. <laughs> you're like, how dare you shame me? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh, she's full-on influencer now. <laughs> oh, my God. She's leaning into the hot fighter thing. What? Oh, uh, go up. Go oh up. Oh, my heavens. To the right. That's Here. a video. Yep. You knew where I was going. All right. Let us not pretend. Holy You guys don't moly. want to see our ugly mugs? I'll show you this. I was going to say, we'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, dude. She's a fighter. That's insane. Keep your distance. Try and stop me. <laughs> <laughs> she's a fighter. She's probably good. Huh. Yeah, voila, Oster. Yeah, she's. We did our hottest UFC fighters on the on the stream with Matt, dude. Paige, Paige, full. Paige is actually just a social media influencer now. Her arm has had like seven operations. I feel terrible for her, but I feel terrible. She trans. She's transitioned into a full on career as an influencer. Oh no! What? <laughs> that was Drake music. YouTube will fuck us. Oh, okay, good. You don't want to play that. I do not want to play that. This fight's probably underway, but just gonna say, what the fuck, dude? What? They post like these they post so many shit. nudes. What am I watching? Stop posting nudes, please. Like, what is this? We're gonna get taken down. We're gonna get like Twitch gated. No, we're not. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up to emails. But yeah, it's just crazy. Oh my god, she's dummy hot. Easy, bro. That's all I did. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fucking break out a hose oh, here this soon. Fight, this fight started. Oh, we're okay. <laughs> we're two minutes into the main event. Lots of respect here for Jessica and Cynthia Calvillo. Shit. Terrible guys. We're bad guys, dude. I'm not a good guy. <laughs> 320, 320. We're not the hero of the 319, story. 319, for those of you who want to sync it up with us. Holy shit. Jessica, I owning the center of the octagon, taking up all kinds of room. She looks big in there. She looks good. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a large presence. Low center of gravity. A lot of cage authority. 
She needs to be a hockey goalie. Fuck being a fighter. <laughs> yeah, get as oh! big as you want. She got hit with another high kick. Cynthia Calvillo, she was able to take some of the heat off of it, but it landed. Poker in the eye. Fuck it. Pull a John oh, Jones. Oh, Calvillo's looking sharp on the feet. Crisp with the one, two. Oh. Ooh, nice right hand there from Jessica I. See, the thing is about I though, she definitely did try to cut all of it. Dude, the despair in her face on the scale. She, you can tell she went through the whole cut. I'm busting her balls, but I felt so bad. Because you can tell she tried, and um, that's going to hamper some performance. Yeah, no shit. Uh, I've seen kids, and I may have been a kid, who you cut weight right before a competition, literally the day of. Yeah, you lose all your matches that day. <laughs> no performance. Would you have won? No, <laughs> but the losses would have been closer. That's true. It would I was going to say it would have been more competitive. It would have been like Rudy where I, like, broken I do one good thing and everyone starts clapping and cheering. They're like, wait, he didn't just immediately lose. that loose? movie sucked. He didn't deserve to be on the team. He was on the field for one second. Dude. Didn't deserve to be. How dare you? Rudy tried. I get it. I'm just saying that college also, sports, it's a also meritocracy. Also, know your lane as well. That's my thing. Like, how stubborn and disillusioned do you have to be to keep trying to be a college football player when you have a 5-5 frame and you're like 2-10? Not only that, but I bet he could have gotten better grades. He was wasting his time. Literally. Where it's like, dude, you could have gotten like a... You could have done a research project. You're lucky project. to be at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's like a huge university. Yeah. And you're going to waste your time? Like Wait, being why on, are we goddamn dissecting? Being on C-Team? Some Rudy story. He was on C-Team forever, dude. Oh, my God. The only thing that's harder than being a college athlete is being a college athlete that doesn't start. Because then you have to explain to like girls who walk up to you. You're like, yeah, I'm the third string punter. Punter. <laughs> and then they're oh like, oh. I don't even think they have a third string punter. <laughs> They'll be like, you go home. Your services are not needed today. You're, you're no longer needed here. Oh, God. Cindy and Calvillo and just guy open. Oh, it's all boxing here early. Pretty good exchanges, though, from both women. Dude, how fucking, how fucking funny would it be if they tell you to go home as you're the third string? Like, you're the third string punter. They tell you they don't need you. You try to protest, and then the, the coach just breaks it down, and he's like, I'd rather go for it. On every fourth down, they use the third string string punter. You have such little time on the practice field. I would rather suit up myself. (laughs) I'd rather rip your fucking stupid helmet off. And then, like an assistant coach pulls up, punt it myself. And then the assistant coach pulls up infographics that literally show you are a waste of resources, (laughs) like your scholarship taken out of the budget. It's like this could be spent better elsewhere. Bold of you to assume that he'd be on scholarship, (laughs) dude. Right. A lot of people don't talk about that. A lot of D1 athletes aren't on scholarship. And they're just working out full time for to their paying to. They're paying to. Quite literally. So I'm happy they're about to start getting paid for their likeness. I always thought that was kind of bullshit. Dude, my wisdom teeth are coming in. I feel like a, a grown baby. Are you serious? Yeah, my mouth hurts. Are you for real? For real. I got mine taken out, bro. No, I have mine. Let me tell you, I got knocked out with the loopy gas. Have you ever had this done? So when they take out your wisdom teeth, you can get it done one or two ways. It's either they give you the loopy gas and you're awake the whole time. I wish I had that now, dude. Or they straight up anesthetize. I feel like a goofball. I've I've literally been grumpy all day because I'm teething. (laughs) It hurts. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when you stay awake. 
during it, and you just feel like I felt he went to pull one of my teeth out, and he pushed it, and it and shattered. <laughs> I felt my tooth explode in my own mouth, and I was like, oh, "What's that?" And he's like, "It's nothing." And she then he turned it up. Hey, yeah, and he literally got turned out a vacuum. Up. He got a vacuum, and I could literally feel him vacuuming out the pieces of my tooth that just shot all over my mouth. Second round underway. It's been a great yeah. fight so far. <laughs> yeah. Staying active in there. Yeah, let's check out the chat really quick, too. I- I'm on top of it. Trust me. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Forgot this is just guy headline card. I was about to say, it's not popping off because they're uh, not popular fighters. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be frank. It's understandable. <laughs> Marvin Vittori exceeded expectations, dude. That's true. He's going to get a big fight next. He Watch. will. Watch. It was actually a really good night for him. Oh, big shot lands for Cavillo. Nice jab. Oh, they're trading, man. These chicks are nasty. They're going for it. Another good jab there from Cavillo. Going to be interesting to see how the fight progresses as we get into the later rounds. See how the energy shifts. Wow. Okay. It looks like Wow. 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 I see what they're I see what they're trying to do. I see. Oh Calvillo slick. Slick. Does the ah! does the double the and then when the double is defended, she goes for that, that sneaky trip. trip. That outside trip is so outside sneaky. Because you literally use your leg as like a hook to trap the leg. Other than like when normally you trip, you're usually standing more. But when you do that one out of the shot, it's so cool. Thank you for explaining how to do an outside. No, trip. I'm saying it's like a crane. It's just it's cool. It's cool. How dare you? <laughs> you have hurt me today. You have hurt me today. He's literally explaining how to do an outside trip. The symbols. Calvillo with the takedown. I am beyond angry. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, good for you. <laughs> Dude, headphone users warning. <laughs> Made Christian my own Bell. ears bleed. Well, fan of the show, Christian Bell calls into the show. We're Chris. On a, yeah, you're right. We're first name basis. <laughs> Chris, we got you on line one. <laughs> oh, good. He's not, not a nice person. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh Calvillo has the back of eye trying to get her back to the mat here. Take her top off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's in poor taste. That's, that's just ridiculous. That's inappropriate. Plus, she's carrying extra pounds right now. You don't want to see that. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> How old is she? Everybody knows. Come this on, dude. We're just going to be the all-time offensive podcast. Everybody knows. They start, start to rot after 25. <laughs> she's 33. <laughs> no! <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, God. All women are queens. <laughs> they are. I love women. I think they're better than men. <laughs> I agree. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Calvillo putting all of her weight on Calvillo this guy. Calvillo has the back of Jessica I. She's using... She's smart here, putting the weight to one side, really making Jessica carry her. It'd be even a more prudent strategy if Jessica were Jessica were on top Megan Cynthia carry all, carry that, all that extra weight. weight yeah 125 plus a fun, plus a few <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie oh uh, whoops how funny is it that like Jessica I was cutting weight and she was like oh I'm all done and then they were like Jessica you get a one pound allowance and she was like what <laughs> <laughs> what what <laughs> like, you, like you tell the tears are like close yeah <laughs> 
they're they're about to follow the words. But she's like, I really thought it was one. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck, man, shit. That's fucking illegal. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, a it lot. is Dana White. Thank, Thank you. you for calling in. Thank Have you for calling. One. Have a good one, Dana. Appreciate you. Dana, holding it down. Jessica Calvillo holding down Jessica. I. Yeah, Calvillo's smarter. I mean, it's just about tiring Jessica out right now. Putting and oh, that's, nice shots. That there is super tiring. Background. You know, having a person on your back. You've had dudes on your back, <laughs> and they're heavy. You know what I mean? Especially when you're trying to get back to your feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Usually you don't even get to that point. <laughs> you get knocked out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's over quickly. Like I said, I'm there to be hit, and I got a punchable face. You do have a fucking punchable face. Everyone though. has said that. You know, the MMA gyms we've been in, people have been very quick to let me know. I think it's your, your cheeks. I think it is, especially when I smile. I look like someone you'd like to punch. Yeah, even when you're not smiling. Like, stop smiling? Yeah, it's even worse. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, Jessica, I wrote to... That's the end of the, that's the, end of the second round. Okay. Well, that's a round for Cavio. She controlled the back the whole time. Jessica, I'm making sure she doesn't have a Ronda Rousey sitch. That's a, a prudent decision. No nipple slips. Nipple slipples? Nipple yeah. slips. Can't have them. Dr. Skin won't have to report on this. <laughs> Dr. Skin. Dude, Dr. Skin. You remember when he was like on top of the world and his site had like... It had almost like a million registered members. What? I swear to God. He used to be like... That used to be Is like a real Is that still a thing. website? Yeah. It's Mr. Skin, not Dr. Skin. Oh, it's Mr. Skin? Oh my God. You're pulling up Mr. Skin, dude. Yeah, I want to find out. It's very it real. Still you clicked on it. This guy is trolling. Bro. Whoa! Yeah, you guys close it. Oh, that's porno. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Mr. Skin. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like to pay for our service to unlock this. Whoa! Jesus! This is getting the explicit tag. We've earned it. <laughs> well, we've earned it now. He's very much still a thing. I remember him. He used to call in to Loveline all the time. Yeah, I remember that. And Mr. Skin and Doctor Drew used to break down. The goings Third on. Third round here underway. I forgot this was a uh, the main event again. Suffering from early onset dementia. <laughs> well, well, are we watching fights? What? What's happening? Jessica looks like she has a little bit more urgency this round after Calvillo got the better of the grappling in the second. Calvillo's fainting a lot. Good. I like it. It's making eye more tentative. She's not willing to go in just yet. It's our, It's like. Yeah, totally. she's really Calvillo fires that right from an aggressive angle, kind of leaving her head open for hooks. Astute observation, Cameron. Uh, dude, class, class act. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look up another female fighter's Instagram, dude. We can't. Oh, do you wanna? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, in between the next round, sure. Not now, though. I'm just gonna get it all queued up. <laughs> problematic honestly you want to know one fighter i was actually willing to i want to look at her instagram to see what she's been saying recently because with amanda nunez getting a win right only one woman has put up her hand to fight her megan megan how the Dude, aussies say it anderson i'll look i'll look her up <laughs> we'll look her up in the next it. round but y'all think you could beat you in a fight yes and it wouldn't be fair though because i was about to say 
Uh, I think I'm, I weigh literally double what Joanna weighs. Much bigger. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be... I think I would have my higgity hands full oh, against Amanda Nunes. I know. I think Amanda Nunes knocks me out, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I would have I think to she be, cooks me with that overhand right and I go to sleep. I would be super nervous. I think Joanna would tag me a couple of times coming in and make me real worried. I think Cyborg would probably fuck me up. Cyborg, Gabby Garcia... Is a problem. Definitely. Gabby Garcia is bigger than most men. I was going to say, she actually is bigger than me. Like, no yeah. shit. She is bigger than me, too. She's like 300 pounds or something. Yeah, she's a big girl. She, plus, I have I have a feeling she's using some uh, performance-enhancing supplements. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Just watch her in the pre-fight. I'm super excited for yeah. the fight today. I've been working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel better than I've ever felt. Amanda Nunes is the real fucking deal, dude. She'll, she'll have me on Queer Street. I'll look like a deer. Dedicated strength and conditioning. <laughs> oh, I with a Yo, giant left hook big hook. Oh, these girls are throwing, dude. Calvillo just doesn't have the power in her hands to knock out I, though. And I don't think I has the power to oh, knock shit. out Calvillo. Oh, shit. Nice jab there from Cavillo. Yeah. I mean, I's doing a good job of not getting taken down in this round, though. Which I will say. By the way, I did Google uh, Cynthia Cavillo started MMA, lose weight, question mark. And she did not. Apparently, she saw it on TV and decided to give it a go. Yeah, no shit. I'm, I'm a bad guy. No shit. It is Betch Cohea, though, and I do think that's crazy. Oh, together? Okay, so yeah, if we're doing a tag team, dude, I think we're undefeated against all female fighters in a tag team match. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you punch. This is fucking assault. I was going to say, I like our chances. We'll be the champs. We'll be like the new day. I'll be Kofi Kingston off the top rope. Dude. Yeah, dude. At this point, imagine, like, we don't even need to fight in an octagon. That's what, what I'm if saying. One day they're like out in a park <laughs> and then we arrange to like hide behind some bushes yeah. if they frequent some sort of trail or something and then we jump out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then our ref that we hired comes out from behind a tree. And then he's like, wait, this isn't a fight. Wait, I should call the cops. And then we're like, stop. And then we have to fight him after we end up fighting the fighter. No, that's got dark fast. <laughs> Calvillo with another takedown. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fight cards like these, we have to get creative. Calvillo taking the back again. I, I Only see. 30 seconds left to work, though. I see a submission in the future. It's coming. If she can get under the neck of just guy, just guys. Great job controlling the wrist. Arm. Great job controlling the wrist. She does not want that arm free. If that arm's free, she's in trouble. 23 seconds left. No time not likely work. that we see a finish here. No time to work here. Yep. Oh, Calvillo is getting both hands locked down right now by just guy. He's got it caught in the vice. Slick takedowns from Calvillo. I agree. She's she's looking good. I mean, we knew she was slick on the ground, but she's just showing that off. Oh, scoring some points. Stealing the round here. Just stole the round. Some of Calvillo, I think, has taken all three so far. I don't know. I've been so wrong. <laughs> been so wrong in the past. Well, we're second our second guessing ourselves tonight because we're looking at Instagrams in between every round. With that being said, let's look at Megan Anderson. Yep. <laughs> Doing it right now. Oh my god, we're gonna she, get, we're gonna get the, letters. Uh, two e's or what? no? She doesn't do. It's just how they pronounce in Australia. Wait, you think her name was Megan <laughs> Anderson? 
You out of your goddamn Sanderson. mind? Megan MMA. Oh, we're playing her fucking story. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that's her. She hasn't been saying anything about what? Why does she have like boudoir shots? She has some tasteful black and whites on her Instagram. She's a smart lady. No, but she actually is the wow. We'll show them that. Come no, on. I don't yeah. think we can. Yes, we can. We showed Patreons it naked. Just gonna say we're gonna get taken down off of Twitch. But she said she'd be down to fight Amanda Nunes. Girl power. Kick me in the gym. <laughs> Pucks to luck is my new favorite person. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> She's a, she's a gamer girl too. Oh God, stop! I'd smack her in Warzone. It would not be close. Show the raw XD photo though. Now you talked about it. We can't be misleading people. <laughs> she's a gamer girl, dude. Yeah. You think she stands a chance against us in Warzone, dude? I'm gonna I call would. in a cluster strike, any UAV. She's done. I'll run up with my MP5 done. and fuck her squad up. I got my growl five attachments. Have you guys been playing Warzone? <laughs> <laughs> With that said, we're in the oh, fourth, the fourth round round's here. underway. <laughs> Can be your eyes are taken down already. We're we're definitely getting letters but about this e one. No, this this calls I back. I saw you pulling up the Instagram she of the female it. the female MMA fighters, and I just want to say it was disgusting. We're giving them it's a bigger disgusting. spotlight. They posted it. We're giving it a spotlight. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care about MMA Karens. I really don't. It's all guys too. It's white knights. It's what I was gonna say. It's just white knights, simpy boys hopping <sighs> in the DMs. It's fine. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, dude, this is this is Cynthia Kelvio's path to victory here. Yeah. You don't see her trying. She noticed that she's getting she's getting takedowns, and when she gets the takedown, she's getting back mount. And eyes not getting why? Up. And she's not eyes not able to get up. Why would I box her? Why exactly. would I continue to box her? But also, you just see eyes in survival mode. She just wants to go the distance. I've You can literally tell in her body language she is content to... I mean... I'm she's she's going to fucking beat the statistic of people who miss weight and, and win. win. Well, she's one of the few cases where it looked like she went through the full cut. And when you go through the full cut and still miss like Dude, that... is your power cord touching the mic or what's happening? Possibly. Possibly, you know, kind of I'm feedback. free range. In I'm just gonna mute dude, you and dude, do this by myself. I'm free range in the studio. You can't cage me in, Chief. I'm uh, moving around. Right. I can. I, I hired can. a movement coach, bro. I can. That one with, that worked with Carlos Content. Muted. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay, but Carlos Content's movement coach had him like walking on logs, and they were oh, like, "This I'm will perfect drunk his with power." No, <laughs> this will uh, this will perfect his balance, and he'll be it'll be. Uh, he'll he'll have he'll stand no chance of getting knocked out, no chance with how good his balance is now. And right. I'm like, you walked on logs for 20 minutes. That yeah, doesn't stop you from I being able Jessica, to get. Slept. I should have done more work on uh, getting up after being taken. There's out. a real argument for what we said. What did what did Jordan do? Even though he lost the fight tonight, just rotate and get up. Just rotate and get up. Because let's be honest, she did. This guy doesn't have the guard. To get Cynthia Cavillo off of her threat to submission. She just doesn't. Oh, with that said, Jessica got up. Holy shit. After being on the ground for two minutes. I was going to say. Got to give credit where credit's due, though. She got up. Let's see if she can do something after. Oh, oh shit. Oh. I lands a big shot after taking a big one. Exchanged shots there. Cynthia Calvillo shoots in again. I love the action from Calvillo. Never stopping her bread and butter. Why stop? Like you said, 
Got to get Ronda Rousey's movement coach. Come on, man. Come on, man. Yes, good. Yes, good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> exactly. Literally. He goes, yes, good. And then she gets hit with the no. knockout punch. <laughs> you just saw the dollar signs erasing from his bank account. Come on, man. My bad. Good. As she gets hit. <laughs> you should. Okay. If you guys. She's literally doing the Ronda Rousey. If you guys were. <laughs> doing you, the Ronda Rousey. If you guys were watching the, like our screen while we were. Fi- while. Why I made Mason laugh. I said it as Cynthia Cavier was getting hit. <laughs> Just saying. I'm hilarious. You're welcome. Oh. Oh. Damn. Have my back. They are trading, man. Who's going to win? Cynthia Cavier is in the driver's Calvio. seat. She's using her grappling. She is getting slower in the boxing exchanges, but I doesn't have much power left to threaten this a finish, in my opinion. And it looks like her her control. What fight is on? We have Matt popping into the chat, our third host on the show. Uh, Calvillo versus uh, I is on right now, the main event of the evening. I can't believe she's the number one contender at flyweight. It blew me. Thin, 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 thin. Dude, thin, I told thin, you thin, this. Thin. I told you this. I think that I should go on a crash diet and chop off some of my toes. And make 115. And make 125. Is it flyweight's 125? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I'll make 125. Oh, you're going to go? <laughs> and I put am a going wig on? to. <laughs> You'd literally have to cut off a leg, I think. I could never do it. Maybe. No, we'll get you all sucked up. We'll get you on whatever Christian uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey did for the Dallas Buyers Club. I think I could do it if I literally chop some toes off, start smoking crystal meth. <laughs> I need to quit, get you in there, quit dude. Working out. I think you could literally be a number one contender in flyweight. You guys are two nerds that remind me of myself and my cousin. Thanks. That's what we were going that's for. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's what we were going for. Man. You don't know how many DMs we get where it's like, "I beat your fucking ass, man. I trained so hard at my local MMA gym." Okay. I've had two fights, bro. I'd fuck you up, and I'm like, I never said. I'll just conceal carry. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I guess I have to get pepper spray now. Yeah. Right. All these guys just hate us. Use one of those raptor claw knives and just disavow yeah, them really yeah, quick. Just, son. <laughs> and he's like, God, I just wanted to fight you, and I'm like, Oh, gender assignment. Uh, yeah, you got to get gender reassignment if you're gonna if you're gonna go over to the flyweights. I don't have to do that. You're just gonna Fallon Fox it. Yeah, I'm not chopping my <laughs> dick off. If if Caitlyn Jenner doesn't have to lop her dick off, holy, I don't moly. have to do it. Oh, we're getting letters. <laughs> we're getting letters, dude. What? <laughs> what? Oh, geez. She gets fucking extensions that and paints her nails. <laughs> I'll do it, and I'll be the flyweight champion. <laughs> this is this is that's probably our best path to a UFC title. It's my only path. I was Don't say. be naive. <laughs> Let there's no yeah, no false pretenses here. It's our shot. I would not go there. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> it's a good call. It's a good call. Pull the plug on the bit. It's already been said. It's done. <laughs> the bell has been told. I didn't say it was bad. She yeah. can do that. Yeah, rock on. Dude, do what you want to do. It's your body. Just Guy and Cynthia Calvillo throwing down in the center of the octagon. Final round of the final fight of the evening. Cynthia yeah. Calvillo has been in the driver's seat thus far. I think she's taken four out of the five rounds so far. She's winning a unanimous decision in my book if this goes the distance. It is going to be I, a unanimous decision. I does There's not no see, way. 
I does not seen no, <laughs> no longer, longer Mason, Mason now, now Mary. Mary. <laughs> I didn't even get to pick my name. This Dude, is not liberating at all. You look like Mary. I do. Just gonna say. I do. Do you think you could contend with Rachel Ostovich for hottest female fighter? Fuck no. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> she makes me look disgusting. <laughs> You're like, come on, she's so hot. You she's, turn into one of those like mean girls. Yeah, I do. I'd go through the reassignment surgery and I'd be like. I'm a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> you still look bad? Yeah. That's possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh, oh we're getting no. to, we're in the deep end tonight. And again, that's fine. And that's fine. And that's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Every, every, seriously. Different strokes, bro. Yeah. Some, some strokes are just super different. <laughs> yeah. Way out there. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. Stop it. Enough. Enough. But it's time to stop. Just guy is trying. She I see the urgency, but like we said, you can clearly tell she's not willing to risk the damage necessary to get the finish. She needs to get a knockout. Oh my exactly. god. Exactly. She needs to throw hand. the time is to throw caution to the wind. How crazy is it, bro? She's the number one contender. And she's missing. She's punching not air. Ranked. And she's punching air against Cynthia Calvillo. Like, not close to hitting her. Now, now. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pull raining you in. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm cuffing you on this one. All right. All right. All right. All right. It is almost cuffing season. Summer loving is almost at an end. No, it's not. We're in the middle of summer. Maybe I am having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know when cuffing season is. Cuffing season is the winter. Hashtag that's what he said. Yeah. Oh, that's what she said. Whoops. Yeah. But cuffing season is in the Having winter. A stroke. Yeah. Our brains are both slowing down during this fight. I it's mean, the winter. Cuffing season's in the winter. Yeah. I'm hip. I know what the kids are up to. I know what the kids are doing. You go on Tinder for your disappointing hookups in the summer, and then the winter you settle. You settle, settle, settle <laughs> for for a four month relationship that will be over soon. Corona equals ultimate cuff. Uh, I guarantee so many friends with benefits have transitioned into full, fully unsatisfying relationships during this How whole lockdown. Because it's like, well, I'm not going to be by myself. How dare you? And I guarantee some people have had to go down their Rolodex and pull oh, someone up. Oh, spinning backfist. Pulled someone up from the second string. Right. Absolutely solid night of fights, though. It was good. It was good. We're seeing Just Guy. Just Guy's trying to move forward, and she's hit Calvillo with some good strikes here late. That was a good one, too. That was a good one, too. That had Cynthia a little worried, but it's a little too little, a little too late in my mind. I just don't know if she can, yeah, Great perfectly take time down. takedown from Cavillo. This is the story of the night. Just too much on the ground. <sighs> yeah. She had no answers. No, I didn't even, she didn't even try to sprawl. It's great timing, but. It's rough. Yes, yeah, we, we all know who the second string ladies are. We all have second stringers. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have a that. C team, much like Rudy. I was going to say. I'm on C team. And you know, but it's the sword cuts both Down ways. Sometimes you're the second st string. Sometimes you're the you're the C team. Unless you're me. In which case, I'm a starter. And that's fine. I got the Letterman jacket. We're not all first round picks. <laughs> it's fair enough, dude. It's fair enough. And uh, as Future says, we got great love for the side hey, host. Dude, the guy who gets picked last in the seventh round still in the NFL. You feel me? Goddamn straight. Easy. What? 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 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do, You're going to have to. There's so the many formal apologies. I was going to say. You should just apologize for everything. Looking at the camera, get some tears going so we have a thumbnail for an apology yeah. video. Like Logan Paul, he talks to his PR team. a severe and continuous. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize to everyone who's Man, offended. It's just words. I didn't film a dead guy. <laughs> or like set dead rats on fire or whatever he did. Dude, he killed rats in yeah. that video. He, like he shocked them to death on camera. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah, Cavio dominated. Not it was, even close. It was like we said. It's ridiculous to commentate it because it's like, well, Cavio is controlling her on top. I throw some great shots, but then Cavio perfectly times a takedown and controls her for three minutes of the round. That's what the story of the fight was. Brady third round pick. I was gonna say third round, a sixth round. He sure. was later than that. I'm pretty sure the Brady was sixth round, and he's with Giselle now. Think about that. Think, hey, just simmer on that for a second. Do you know uh, who her first boyfriend was? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. No, I think it was me and then Leo. Oh, my God. Uh, in the words of Ray J, I hit it first. You know? Yep, 199th overall in the sixth round. That's terrible, dude. It's because of his combine. No one can watch Brady's combine 40 and draft him in the in first one through four. One through four were out of the question as soon as we saw that 40 time. You are by far the best periscope feed all night. Thank you very Thank much. You, Philip. Shout Be out sure to, to you, bro. Follow and subscribe all the way around. Cindy Calvillo gets a easy unanimous decision win. I'm putting that in our, in our bio. Best periscope feed by far. That one night, though. You have to put, like, the date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Best periscope feed. Well, because also 6 9 did not have a periscope feed. Have you seen 6 9 is having these IG lives and getting millions of live viewers all at the... Like, he had, like, 2 million people live on his uh, IG live with DJ Academics. It was insane. DJ Academics? Yeah. What? Yeah. Does he do, like, spelling bees and shit? No, he interviews rappers. So they were on a live together, and you have oh, two million people watching you live. I'd rather watch rappers try to spell refrigerator. <laughs> Stop it. You're terrible. Here's what I'll I say. I don't think you could do it. That just shows you if you get involved with the gang and then rat on everyone, you too can be mega famous. <laughs> right. Plus, I guarantee half of the people on his IG live are trying to find out where he lives to to start. Ooh, Caitlin Kuchukagan. Oh, blonde fighter wants Cynthia Calvillo next. I mean, that kind of makes sense. All right, all right, all right. We're getting reined in tonight. Chaitlin, Caitlin. Blonde fighter on Twitter is calling out Cynthia Calvillo. I think that's a good fight. I actually don't think you put Cynthia Calvillo in there right now with Valentina Shevchenko. I don't think. Fuck no. I'm telling you. Give you, her Caitlin. You need, yeah, give these contenders time to raise their game. <clears throat> to raise their game. Yeah, I'm getting choked up with that. <laughs> <laughs> These girls need to prepare their game. They're gonna get hurt. No, but they they do need to level up before they get to Shevchenko. Yeah. Same thing with Nunes. There should be tons of contender fights there because you're not ready for the boss battle. She's a level 99 wizard with spinning shit. You're not ready for that. You're a level 50 right. paladin. You're not ready for this paladin. Yeah, bro. We were talking about Warhammer last time. I can. I, I'm hip with every community, right. dude. Come on, I know. Dominant performance, dude. Outstruck her and took her down four S times with almost seven minutes of control almost time. Almost eight minutes eight, of control Almost eight minutes, yes. Control time. Just, yeah, even DC and Stipe. What? 
Yeah, I don't know. But let's do a rundown of all the fights on this card and let you guys know who got the W's tonight. Starting off the main card, we had Maria Agapova. Bad bitch from Kazakhstan. Gets the W easy over Hannah Cyphers. Took it to her. Took it to her and Hannah Cyphers wanted out of there. Tapped to the neck crank. Then you had Jordan Espinosa getting a clinical finish over Mark De La Rosa. Just had the better technique that day. Just better skills. Andre Feely gets the split decision win over Charles Jordan. That was a threadbare decision. Yeah, Super so close. close fight. Super close. Super close. Jordan had him hurt in the first. And then Charles Rosa shows us the power of the swing round. It's another super close fight. Against Kevin Aguilar. Uses the swing round to his advantage. Comes out in the third. Fights a completely different fight. Gets that W. And then we had, this is the standout of the night. By far. Marvin Vittori completely dominates Carl Robertson. Both guys, it was back and forth, but Vittori just had an answer for everything Robertson threw at him and was able to get the finish with the use, excellent use of wrestling and landing shots from the ground. And then in the main event, we had an absolute clinic put on. Sunil Cavio dominated, dominated Jessica I to win. Absolutely phenomenal. Mason, tell them about the YouTube. Yeah, guys, if you enjoyed the stream tonight and you want to support more streams, subscribe to our channel at Bucket of Wind at YouTube.com. Just search Bucket of Wind. We are the first thing that comes up. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes as well. Listen to us on the go. I think McGregor needs a tune-up fight. What do y'all think? Uh, definitely. Definitely. I agree with what the UFC wants to do. They want to give him uh, either... They actually don't want him to fight at all right now. They want him to wait for the winner of Gaethje Khabib. Right. I think he would actually, it would serve him better to have a, another fight in between then. Keep active and maybe do like a Nate trilogy. Like that could be very interesting. That would be so good. The money's there. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like Makes to sense. see that. Kazakhstan, greatest country in the world. Yes. We can, we can play some Borat. Can they hear this? Yeah, they can hear it. Oh my God. You'll never get this. You'll never get this. <laughs> You'll never get this. That was Agapova to Cyphers. Yes, you'll With never this get w, this. You'll never get this. Good for Cynthia. 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 Well, you were out to lunch the whole time. We were on Instagrams. We did so much. If we did so many Instagram deep dives, you guys are fully up to date on the female MMA space on Instagram. They posted it, man. <laughs> I was gonna say it is it is public, and they chose to make it public. So not only that, but they, it's an advantage they have over male fighters. They're just more marketable. marketing. Yeah, because they're gorgeous. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got guys like Nathan Coy with a negative nose. So sorry. <laughs> trying to sell out posters. <laughs> this guy's tough, bro. It's a fucking uphill battle, dude. He got hit with a knee. I think that's what did it to his nose, man. Right. It's non-existent yeah, that's what now. Did it. Or like Mike Perry, where he has no fucking septum anymore. Absolutely, because he can they, push onto his skull. If their nose, ha if their noses had not been <laughs> crushed, they would have. They look like Alan Joban. <laughs> Let's be real. It's fair enough. It's guys. No one's no one's doing a Dolce and Gabbana ad soon, other than Alan Joban. Powerful Alan Joban, handsome feller. He's got to win some fights though. Got to do it, dude. Is he fighting anymore, dude? It's tough. He he was going into renegotiation. He John Jones be... is definitely ducking and gone, dude. Absolutely. The do you John think Jones he wants to fight. The John Ngannou. Jones that fucking lost Dominic <laughs> Reyes gets gets fucked up by Ngannou. I think Ngannou's learned from the first Stipe fight, and I think he's the most dangerous form he's ever been in. 
I mean, he slept Kane. The Rosenstrike fight just showed he only needs one shot, dude. One shot, everything rides on. He got him. No kidding. And he threw all technique and like oh, all caution to the wind. He threw twenty punches. One lands, and it's over. He was like, "I don't, I don't need to throw technical punches. I'm just gonna run at him." Those shovel, those shovel uppercuts will murder anyone. Yeah. No one will be able to survive that punch. It's Definitely. the hardest punch in MMA. It's it's absolutely f- and fantastic. John Jones does not want. He doesn't want the smoke from Ngannou, and he doesn't. He doesn't want to fight Dominic Reyes again because Reyes doesn't as, ma- as many doesn't have as many fans as him and is a dangerous fight. Fuck yeah! Well, Dominic Reyes beat him three rounds. He's athletic as the first fuck. three rounds. And we saw and when Dominic wants to engage and he wants to take it to you, he has the hands to do it, dude. He has he just the kept hands a really high it. pace. I was super impressed. I never and expected like him to he, be able to do the that. shots you were landing were real. It oh. wasn't like he was just. It wasn't like he was shoe shining with these punches. He was trying to hurt John. Yeah, and keeping that tempo up. That's why he tired out because he was throwing. He was putting stuff in those punches, and th- that's what was super impressive, man. Very impressive stuff. Yeah. But thank you guys for coming out to the stream tonight. Yeah, it has man. been. And also, yeah, John is off the juice now. That's another thing, too. Maybe. John doesn't have the ball, the Lower tea dose. flowing through his veins. He doesn't. He hasn't looked like the same fighter since that layoff. He looks less creative, playing it safe. Playing it safe is the best way to put it. He's just trying not to lose. He's not trying to win. 100%. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys so much for coming out. It if was you guys enjoyed the fights tonight, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Get in touch with us on social media at Bucket Win, at CSWS Podcast, at the MMA Sub. We will see you guys on the next MMA submission. Catch you later. Peace out, guys. Peace out.